We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Go. Another playoff-style atmosphere at MSG tonight. Knicks taking on the Bulls. Knicks trying to get back to their winning ways after a tough loss to the Suns. And they would jump out the gates hot, man. RJ Julius were in their bag, playing with a chip on their shoulder. Knicks would take an 18-point lead in the first half. But this Bulls team had something to play for, man. This team is in 11th place right now, trying to get into the playing game. Been playing fairly well without Zach Levine, and they would push the Knicks to the brink. At one point, taking a one-point lead in the third quarter. So we were looking for answers, and they were coming to fourth at the hands of one Emmanuel Quickly. IQ, what it do? 11 points in 6 minutes would bust this thing open in the 4th and RJ and Julius would close this thing out man Knicks get the W 113-94 and 5-1 in the homestand sole possession of 4th place and yeah man that's how you end it salute to Knicks Nation hit that thumbs up button for your squad CP, Ashley Moore, CK2K in the building. Back to our winning ways, and it wasn't easy. Definitely definitely was not easy. This Bull team gave us everything they, they wanted, everything they could without Zach Levine, but give credit, man. RJ Julius, Emmanuel quickly slammed the door on him in the fourth quarter, and uh, back to our winning ways, man. CK, how you feeling, bro? Feeling like the Knicks just, uh, they wanted to keep us invested in the game because we started out the game hot and looking like we were going to blow them out for the game. But they said, no, nah, no, nah, I want you guys to sit down and watch this game a little bit more Thanks. because it got way too close for comfort. But then they ended up sealing the deal the way they did. We got Theo Pinson minutes tonight. I'm a happy boy. I'm a happy <laughs> boy. Theo, the I saw Kev. We went huh? to the bench. I said, Tapes cleared the bench. We went bench mob tonight, man. It was one of everything. one of those nights, a rare one. Tip smiles. We got everything tonight, bro. Yeah, it was yeah. a fun-filled night. Very interesting night. Ash, how you feeling? 
Yeah, listen, we got a Tibbs smile. That's a rarity. And yeah. the fourth quarter, you know, the bench came alive. It was just everything that you needed. Emmanuel quickly set things on fire. He actually, I think, you know, at one point, I want to say towards the end of the third, it was getting too close for comfort. Emmanuel quickly put his cape on and came to save the day. I mean, also, I want to speak again about how impressive RJ is because in the first yes. half, especially in that first quarter, he was just—he looked frustrated. But again, just speaking to that maturity, and I spoke about this on SNY that RJ just has this ability that's so beyond his years to just not focus on what has already happened, not allowing himself yeah. to get caught up in the past, but focusing on each play, each possession, and how he can help this team win. And it's just so impressive for someone who's only 20 years old having that kind of, you know, tunnel vision, that mentality. Yeah. Um, is just such a it's such a gift, and it's such a gift to have on a team, and especially in a player. Yeah. Julius Randle, obviously, he's just doing Julius Randle things. Obi Toppin, I mean, being able to Obi, see the way, yeah. being able to see the way that Derrick Rose gets him involved. He Obi shines in a game that's fast paced, and I love finally being able to see him have some place that he feels he fits in on this team. And it, it may not be for the longevity of the game, but just having these moments where he shines is just. It's it's good to see because we were worried about Obi. We were yeah, worried about him there. Fact. So it's it's nice to see him in his bag and he's really starting to get comfortable. And I think with that comfortableness, he's really starting to feel like he fits in and it's showing in the way that yeah, he plays yeah. and what he does with the amount of and, minutes and, that it does give him. Yeah. And yeah. I and I thought I thought uh as you said, you know, he really pushed past the Phoenix scheme because he struggled. Yeah, Phoenix yeah, yeah. scheme was a struggle mm-hmm. for him, him and Julius, and I felt like they both, especially RJ, really came out with a chip on his shoulder and really wanted to get aggressive and attack early. And, and I thought that that's what he did. Had a, had a couple mistakes, you know. We first for the first time, I feel like this year we saw publicly Tibbs chew him out for a couple of defensive yeah. lapses in the first quarter, marking and beating back door twice. You saw Tibbs really uh, getting into RJ and and, uh, and hoping that he would improve. But I thought all in all, he stuck with it all night. Uh, Twenty two points, nine of fifteen from the floor. CK. Three for five from downtown, had a couple of clutch buckets in the fourth as well. Seven boards, six dimes, two steals, one block. He was all over the stat sheet tonight, plus 20 on the night for RJ. What I also liked about him, bro, was that um, the shot selection. I liked the shot mix tonight. Yes, it was on the three-point line. Yes, he attacked the rim, but he also saw some nice um, pull-up mid-range, you know, off the dribble, something that we want to see him work on, especially going into next year. Thought RJ was uh, an overall solid performance by RJ tonight, big time. Yeah, for sure. And, again, just speaks to RJ and and his, um, you know, his contribution as a player. I can't speak more highly than I already do of just the way he's able to just kind of get out of his own head. That is such a gift as a player because a lot of the times that can really make or break your performance in a game. And a lot of the times people don't realize it, but you can be Mm -hmm. your own worst enemy. And sometimes you see a guy, things aren't clicking for him in the first and the second that travels with him sometimes even after halftime. And it's just not his night. RJ seems to just be able to like flip this switch in his head and like, you know what, whatever it happened, I'm moving on. And, it's just, you know, I, I can't be more proud of him than I already yeah. am. It's just, especially with, again, the night and day performances that we're seeing from last season to this season, just also the night and day mentality, I feel like. He, he knows who he is. And yeah. all if this was old RJ, the fact that he had a bad first quarter, he had some bad moments, the noise of the crowd, all the eyes, things like that, it, it would have gotten to him. Now you're seeing a different type of RJ, and it's just, you know, it's it's great to see. I can't say enough about it. 
Yep, he's developed the amnesia trait is what I say. Mm -hmm. A lot of the great players, they develop amnesia, meaning that they can take about 15 shots and make two of them, but they don't remember any of those missed shots because they know the next one is possibly going to be the one going, and R.J. Barrett has definitely developed that this year. And it's funny you say he flipped the switch because that's that's his been his thing. He does that before every game. Yeah. He flips the switch to let him know that it's game time, and you're seeing that truly come to fruition this year. And yeah. this game is specifically because – he got destroyed by Tom Thibodeau for everyone yeah. to see. Cameron was all up in the, in yeah. his nostrils, watching him get torn yeah. up by uh, Tom Thibodeau, and he responded right away. He didn't take it. He didn't. I mean, he didn't. He didn't complain about it. And he didn't get soft about it. No, he took the note, went out there, and he had a great uh, yeah. rest of the game yeah. out there. I mean, he had a hard uh, cover in Laurie Markin, who was a bigger dude than him, and you know, but R.J. Barrett took the challenge and did what he was supposed to do. So. Yeah. Love, love what R.J. Bear did tonight. Love what R.J. Bear does every night. This kid is 20 years old, growing before our eyes. I love it, man. Boys, and, man. and it speaks to what we were talking about last show when we were talking about an identity of a player, right? right? Because right. this is one of the criticisms and one of the reasons we said that Peyton is so inconsistent is because he doesn't really have an identity of who he is as a player. I think because R.J. knows who he is and also, more importantly, knows who he wants to be as a player throughout his career – he's kind of able to pull himself back in. And that's why even the moments that he may be inconsistent, they're so far and in between, and he's able to kind of snap out of it. Whereas you look at a player like Payton, he'll have one good game, and then he goes on this streak where it's like, he's just, who the heck is this person? Because this doesn't look like the person I saw where I was like rooting for him. Yeah. And that's just a lack of identity. And I think for someone, again, just 20 years old to know that about yourself and know who you want to be, is just it's, it's incredible and i definitely i see the chat i definitely am a rj simp okay <laughs> put me in, put me in oh, coach so i'm the captain so of the rj salute. simp that is for sure salute to everybody in the chat once again hit that thumbs up button for your squads this is nick's post game live presented by manscaped cps we more ck2k um we always get to julie's last because you're just so automatic that it's almost a given these performances but so i'm gonna go next to Nerlens. I'm going to Nerlens Noel next, man. Eight points, eight rebounds, three dimes, four steals, five blocks for Nerlens Noel. Listen, man, Vucevic is a tough cover. On a one-on-one, he's a hard cover. Knicks tried to throw everything at him. The double teams, they trapped him. They did all that they could. They had Nerlens covering. They had Randall covering. Vucevic is going to get his. He came into this game averaging 19 and 15 uh, against the Knicks. But I thought Nerlens' help defense is where he shines, and he shined bright tonight. The steals from behind the back on Vucevic, he got him twice. Got Vucevic, got uh, um, Kobe White, got a couple yeah. other guys, five block shots in the paint for Nerlens Noel. And and uh, it was interesting to find out on the broadcast that he's now surpassed Mitch in terms of games started. So that was really interesting because I, I thought, Uh-oh. yeah, I thought when they first got him in the off season, I liked the pickup because I didn't feel like we were going to be dropping off as much from Mitch in the starting lineup. And then you even saw Noel start off the preseason starting, but now he's re- he's really locked in the center position, man. This team being in fourth place, he has a lot to do with it. He has a lot yeah. to do with it, bro. Real talk, you cannot understate Nerlens Noel's contributions in Mitch's absence during this whole stretch to keep this team in the playoff hunt and in fourth place in the East. Real talk. Nerland, yeah. no, 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 well. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, 100%. CK, you, you say something? Yeah, no, it's just impressive, man. Nine blocks as a team, and this yeah. man was responsible for five of them, bro. Yeah. Five yeah. of those nine blocks. And, and like you mentioned, man, he's, he's – 
he's been very integral to everything that's been going on for this team in during our win streak and just our, our, our stretch of games in the last month and some change. Shoot, since uh, Mitch has been out, you know, and he's been doing such a good job. We're having conversations about him next to Rudy Gobert and all these guys that are up there for Defensive Player of the Year, and Nerlens Noel is right there in that conversation. I don't know if he's in the conversation for Defensive Player of the Year, but when they're talking about defense and blocking, yeah. Nerlens Noel's name comes up because he's been that, you know. Uh, I, I've talked about it several times before um, the season started. He was definitely one of my favorite pickups. And, you know, it was a rough start because he wasn't really – he was looking like he was trying to find himself. But he definitely found himself. And then especially being thrown into the starting lineup the times he had to be thrown in the starting lineup, he's done a great job with it. I know the jokes are going on calling him ping pong, and, uh, <laughs> pa- uh, paddle hands, or whatever yeah. y'all call him, flying yeah. hands, or whatever y'all call him. But he does the damn thing defensively. This man – Big time. Had, it, it, he, he got a, a, a checklist at this point of how many people are trying him – at the rim, and he is stopping them every single time. So, yeah, man, I know Noel has been great for us. I'm really happy that he's turned out the way he did. But like you said, uh, you know, there's some conversations that need to be had. Um, I, yeah. I, I know the chat's going to hate me, but I stand by what I said. I believe if it's for the right price, I'm dumping Mitchell Robinson as much as it pains me to say it. Like, I like Mitch. I do, but I'm dumping him if, if, depending on the price. Yeah. I mean, and not from a – not from a talent standpoint. Let me make right. this very clear. It's not right. because he's not talented, but you look at someone like Nerlens Noel, who's just so tough physically. And I like this. This is one of the points that I make when it comes to players. Sometimes it's not about talent or lack thereof. It's about durability and um, practic- pra- practicality, and mm-hmm. you know, being able to utilize somebody. And I think you know, seeing this surge in Nerlens Noel has only made that conversation even yeah. more relevant yeah. to have because now you're looking at it like, well, if Mitch can't take, stay healthy and you have Nerlens Noel who can and Nerlens Noel is a block machine, mm-hmm. then really what am I holding on to Mitch for, especially if I can get something of value for him? And it's right. a yeah. tricky conversation to have because I tricky. like Mitch, but you can't ignore what you're seeing on the court. That's you for know? sure. That's for sure. And the thing is, is that – as this team, you know, continues to excel, continues to win games, you still have an eye on the future. And and mm-hmm. and what is it? What is the piece that they're missing? And how do they get that piece without sacrificing one RJ and two Randall? So you know, I I, I said it on on Begley's show during the trade deadline. I said Mitch could be that expendable piece come draft mm-hmm. or the off season if they're trying to package up and, and make a blockbuster trade. Who knows? It's still very early, but with Noel's yeah. play, you're right. It could make Mitch expendable as much as I hate to say that because that, that's my guy. And I think the I think the real telling factor of this whole conversation will be when the Knicks are in the postseason, how does Nerlens Noel play? Is he able to yep. rise to the occasion, or do you see a fallback in his performance? And if you see him either play at the same level – or play at a, a next, or play at the next level, or hit that next threshold in his playing. You have to, ha- you need to have the conversation. Now, that's not to say I believe. Again, I'm going back to saying this: is I don't believe you dump Mitchell Robinson for anything less than his value or better than him. I don't think you yeah. just trade him away for scraps. I don't believe that. I think he's too good of an asset mm-hmm. to lose him for nothing. But you can't ignore that the conversation is a potential conversation to have. If Nerlens Noel continues to play the way he's playing, especially in the postseason, which yeah. will be a telling sign. 
Hundred percent. The two areas where you know he's deficient in, like, like I said, is going one-on-one coverage, especially with the more physical bigs like Vucevic, um, and, and then also rebounding. The the rebounding sometimes can be an issue, so that has to be by committee. You know, Randall's got to crash the boards. RJ's got to get on there. Nerlens, Taj, Obi, it's got to be by committee as they look to uh, get into the playoff race. But overall, Noel was solid. Taj, Taj, and and segue into this second unit. It was kind of like a tale of two halves of the second unit with RJ because um in that second quarter they struggled and they brought the Bulls right back into the game and that was uh that was where Tibbs's frustration lied but in the fourth quarter they delivered and like I said IQ really set the tone Knicks off by one IQ set the tone got two of his quintessential um foul calls that he used to get early in the season, but as the season drew on, it kind of seemed like either the league caught up to him and the refs weren't respecting him that much. But he drew two of those fouls, got a nice three-pointer, got a runner in the lane, and IQ was was the catalyst for that fourth quarter. But I also thought that Taj's rebounding in defense was key. And then, obviously, D. Rose running in transition with Obi, got Obi going, and that second unit really, really blew that thing open, man. Yeah, man, especially Emmanuel quickly, too. Just like, because yeah, the first half, like, the bench just was not, they they, they didn't look like how they had yeah. looked all season long. This bench has been my favorite point. I, I, I always talk about my gig excited because the bench comes in and they always, the game speeds up. You know, you want to see what we're going to get from Obi this game. Mm-hmm. Derrick Rose, what are you going to get from him this and the third? And especially lately, like we talked about, you know, R.J. Barrett playing with this second unit is just fun to watch because R.J. Barrett then gets to flip that switch to then now playing a little bit faster and playing how he's been accustomed to playing, you know, throughout his, his entire career of basketball. So, you know, see how they start a little bit. <laughs> um, they didn't look so good in the first half and seeing them just turn around in the fourth quarter alone, CP. Like, in the fourth quarter, yeah. you know, it, it was just tremendous to see. Uh, and on, on top of everything, too, another game with the Knicks going above 110 points. Like, yeah. you know, it's just, it, it, Alec Burks, is, he's, he's back, but he's not back yet. And, you know, we're able to do this without him on the court. Five and one. It's just it, – it's just really refreshing to see that this bench knows that they can turn it on at any point. Yeah. I, I, I know Emmanuel quickly hit uh, shot two deep threes, and I wasn't even mad the second one because that thing was damn near in there. <laughs> yeah, facts. And had to just barely facts. out. So it's just like uh, the fact that we have a guy that has that kind of confidence to let that thing fly confidently mm-hmm. and can actually make them, like – I just the, the bench unit just it just adds another element to this team that's just so much fun that they add the defense and then all, it's just great. I, I, ben, I bench mob really was huge, impressed man. With them. And bench as mob, you said, yeah. Burks is back from COVID protocol. We'll see him out yes, west, sir. and now back we back to the rotation game. You know, Burks, IQ, Rose, Peyton. Archie, you know, how do you shuffle it around? Tibbs has got yeah. a job to do again because you have another capable playmaker, a capable bucket, a guy that you can go to late in games. Yeah. How do you how do you get him in here now? You know, as this team is hot and cooking going out west. It's going to be interesting. Definitely going to be interesting. Like uh, I said, it was enjoyable to see RJ with that second unit, but I think, yeah, I think Alec Burris comes right back in and yeah. plays with them and continues it going. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, and then lastly, Julius, man. Julius was absolutely unstoppable all game. <laughs> They had, had no answer for him. Anybody they threw at him was absolutely getting flamed out there. And so I thought you had your, your quintessential Julius 30-point game, another 30-point game for Julius, which is his 11th of the season, uh, according to Tommy Beer. Knicks are 10-1 and one in those 11 games. And, uh, again, good bounce-back game from the Phoenix game for, for Julius. Has 34 points, 7 yeah. boards, 3 dimes, 6-6 six six from uh, free throw, 4-7 from downtown. 12 or 23 overall, what would you think about him tonight? 
um, Julius is so impressive to me, and I think uh, CK and I spoke about this on the last show, is he's so impressive to me because his conditioning and the and the way that his body just is able, he gets stronger as the game progresses. Yeah. You know how some players lose it as the game starts to progress and you get closer to the end? It's like Julius gets his powers the further the game yeah. goes. He's just so strong, and his conditioning, whatever he does, just works. I mean, he he plays an exceptional amount of minutes. He's averaging, I think, most in the league of minutes played. Close to the top, and it yeah. doesn't seem to affect him the way that it should be affecting him. And I don't know if that's also a mental thing, that he's just out there to prove a point, and it kind of just overrides your physical. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he, it's just impressive. I mean, he really is the anchor of this team. We would not be here without him, which is why I don't – you know, when I say that I think that Julius Randle should be in the MVP conversation, it's not because I think that he should win it. I just think that it's a it's a disrespect, it's a disservice to what he means to the New York Knicks and what he has been Fair. doing for this team and what he's been doing for himself, especially coming off the season that he had where he said he felt like he let New York down. It's just a disservice not to even have him in the conversation and to people yeah. to, for people to disrespect what he's doing and put the credit all in Tibbs' hand. Yes, Tibbs has been exceptional for this team. And again, we would not be where we are without Coach Tibbs. I mean, he has just struck a new life force into this team. But you can't credit Tibbs and not credit Julius. And that's why when I see, you know, who's leading in the MVP conversation, you have people like Steph Curry, who's playing exceptional basketball, one of the greatest scorers to ever play the game of basketball, one of the greatest shooters I've ever seen in my life. But to have him with the Warriors who are sitting at ninth, 10th in the West, and to not even have Julius Randle uh, in the That's a marketing ploy, man. It's, it's just it's so it's yeah. just so disrespectful, and that's why I ride for him as hard yeah. as I do. That whole, that whole Steph thing is a respect thing employee. for me. Yeah, 100%. The whole Steph Curry thing is a marketing ploy. What, they, they get watched by 60 points last night to Dallas? I don't, I don't even know I what the final score was. I think it was like 33 score. or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't was, even know yeah. what the final score was, but forget that whole Steph Curry thing, man. That, that's, that's, a marketing, <laughs> that's a marketing gimmick, stat-padding gimmick. Uh, in terms of the MVP race. But either way, 5-1 and one in the homestand. Sole possession of fourth place. Put some respect on our name. Nine games left, and now we head out west. So let's hear from the fans. Let's hear. Uh, let's get to the phone. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad. Let's go to first person up on the phones. We're going to go to the Discord. Papa Left is in the building. Papa Left. left. You're on the line, sir. How are you, man? All right, y'all. So I just want to shout out CP, CK2K, and Ashley. Um, just on the tip of growing up, my my dream was to be a sports broadcaster, and you know I've obviously watched sports broadcasting my whole life that I've engaged in sports, but you guys have done it in a way, and you're all your own individual, you know, personalities. But you guys have done it in a way. Um, that's so independent and merging over to, you know, whether it's ESPN or SNY, um, you guys are just doing, living the dream. And, and, and I, I vicariously feel like I'm living through you guys, Aww. like Appreciate watching it, you guys. You guys are really doing a great job. Appreciate and shout out to CK2K pulling the old wait until the security tells you you got to leave move because he's chilling up there in the skybox. So. <laughs> yo, yo, so I got, I told y'all guys it was time and I told y'all guys I had a surprise for you guys. So um, definitely uh, I made a Nick set anthem. It's on SoundCloud. I dropped right. it in the discord. I'm going to drop it after the call, but I actually featured 
Jay Boogie is on the track. Okay. I got I got some of the audio from uh from some of the episodes. Fire. I got CP on on there. I got Ashley on there. Uh I got right. CK2K on there. So it's fire. The Nick Set Anthem is officially dropped. It's on okay. SoundCloud and then um you know, furthermore, like anybody Knicks fan TV, like any Knicks fan, I'm going to ride with you. Knicks fan TV, you watch the show, I'm moving furniture with you. You hit me up in the Discord, I'm helping you move. Tri-state area, it's a fact. Let's go. Let's as far go. as the, ga- as far yeah, as the, the game. game goes, as far as the game goes, uh, I'm going to give a quote to Hove, who also said the Nets could go over 82 because who cares because they have bot fans. But Hove said, uh, face it, y'all, the Bulls were playing basic ball. Noel's on this block like he was eight feet tall. So, Noel, guess who's Bazak? Blocking shots, five blocks. Emmanuel quickly took the game in his hands in the fourth quarter, chasing down loose balls, hitting clutch shots. I don't know how Tibbs could look at this guy and and say, why are you pulling up from 30 feet? Because you could tell right before that timeout, Tibbs was like, trying to get upset but yeah. it's like quickly he's like oh man i almost hit that yeah you know yeah, it's yeah. just it's incredible and then my last point i want to make uh well, i want to make one point about ob and then my last point about the west coast trip mm-hmm. um ob coming in uh coming into the season they gave him a player comp to amari stoudemire and they said that he had great offensive prowess and that his defense needed work and then we all wondered why ob was catching the ball and just dribble handoff and running to the corner and the whole time I've been thinking that Tibbs has told him pretty much, don't even look to shoot. I want you to get active on the boards and yeah. and to be active on defense. And there was a period of time where Obi just looked lost in the flow of the game. Now you look at the game, he's just he's running the court. And, and that, that's all to D. Rose. Yeah, so D. Yeah. Rose has elevated the, the ceiling of Obi Toppin. And when you get a point guard that can do that, you'll see the ceiling of Obi Toppin. And also Mitchell Robinson, you'll see him break out even a little bit more. Very important, um, very important. But, but my, last, my last point about the West Coast trip, we're all talking about it in the Discord, um, about what we want to see, like three and three, four and two. You know, For me, it's not about moral wins, but um, it's more about testing the, the fortitude and, and the approach every game, how we're going to play on the road. When, when, when yeah. we get tired, when we, when we possibly lose a tough game to a better competition, how are we going to react and how are we going to come out of that that long break of being away from the garden and being away from this blissful, you know, 11-game stretch? Yeah. How are we going to come out of that reset and then make a playoff push? So it's, it's, it's about staying together and, and making sure that we establish and keep our foundation strong, playing hard on defense, yeah, playing playing efficient offensive basketball, yeah. and we're getting better every game. And, and right. staying healthy, man, and appreciate the call, bro. Definitely staying healthy is going to be key. You know what I mean? Because they got to come back. They got Spurs, Hornets, and, and Celtics to finish it off at home. So coming down to the wire, man, nine games. But, yeah, on the OB topic, look, it, it was good to see him get out there. He's looking more and more comfortable, as you said. Uh, the de- He played very good defense today. He's hustling. He's a lot more locked in. He's not running around looking scared as he was in the earlier this season. And and he attributed that to the vets. He said the vets have really been bringing him along. Obviously, we know that the D-Rose impact on him was instant. As soon as D-Rose got here, you saw him get OB going, especially in that Miami game. They started the yep. chemistry off, and it was back on display here tonight. So, uh, OB's doing a good job, man. 11 minutes tonight, and, and uh, he, he got it done for us. So, great job by him. For sure.
and you know the stretch away from home is is gonna be um, a telling factor about this team. And shout out to Papa Left, that was a great point. And also make sure you tweet out that link to the yeah yeah we'll throw we'll throw the link in the chat, man. We'll throw the link in the chat. Serge Serge says he wants he wants to be sampled in there. Serge said (laughs) we need to DJ spin that sample. Yeah, definitely drop that link on Twitter so I can retweet it. But um yeah, it's gonna be telling because you know. When you're in a playoff series, you're not always going to get to play at home. You're not always going to get to play in front of your own crowd, your own people. And, you know, the game is different, obviously, in, a, in the postseason than it is in the regular season. It's a different level of intensity, things like that. But I think this last stretch of being away is going to just go ahead and put good habits underneath everybody okay. going into the postseason. So how we finish this last road trip of the regular season is going to be telling it. As long as you – you know, your offense isn't always going to click, but that's why I believe in the old school saying your defense always travels. You can always play defense, and you're one of the best at doing it in the league. And what you have to do is you have to not try to play anybody else's game. Play New York basketball. That is what got you this far. That is what has you sitting at number four right now in the East. That is what has you looking at your first postseason in, like, extended amount of seasons. That is, that is what got you here. Don't abandon your game trying to play a different way to try yeah. to adhere to a different Yeah, they just got to keep it going. New York basketball. <clears throat> just play New York basketball. Let's try another caller. JJ from Brooklyn, what's going on, bro? Yo, what's good? How's everyone doing? What's good? I'm glad you're ready, what's man, because I don't Scrooge and C's was just on another yeah, man. vibe, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm ready, man. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, man, this is definitely much needed win. The thing that I loved about Randall and RJ's game not just the points, but how efficient they were. They yeah. both shot over 50%. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that was huge, man. It was, you know, just that, that's big. When the two best players are efficient, you know, that's, you know, quickly he brought a lot of energy offensively, you know, in the second half. Big time. The only thing I got to say is that uh, RJ was getting – he was getting cooked a little bit by marketing or yeah. marketing, as Clyde loves to call him. Marketing, <laughs> yeah. You know, those, uh, the backdoor plays. Yeah. Yeah, Clyde's always calling him marketing, so that is <laughs> – <laughs> but uh, a couple of those uh, backdoor plays he gave up, Tiz was going crazy. He was yeah. pissed. But, you know, after that, he was really good defensively, so I'll give I'll give RJ credit. You know, but quickly, I just wanted to work on the defense a little bit. I think the playmaking is slowly getting a little bit better. Yeah. So he's making, you know, just make the simple pass. He's never going to be Chris Paul out there. But if you could come in and be a spark plug, I love him off the bench. I do. You know, there's nothing wrong with being a good sixth, seventh man. Just come in, get your points. You know, at times he's going to be inefficient, you know. But the one thing also I got to say is, you know, just with the schedule coming up, if we could, you know, I still think there's a chance we could slip. I think we could still end up sure. four. You know, sure. it could go either way because, you know, the schedule yeah. is tough. But if we were to play the Hawks, I think that would be a really, really fun matchup. They got a lot of talent. I think that could that could be a really fun series. That would be Definitely. a really good matchup. Now, last thing, CP, I got to ask you with the draft tomorrow. Who are you hoping the Giants take? Probably one of the Alabama receivers, right? It yeah. looks like one of them will be there. What do you think? Honestly, man, man I'm going to say this on the draft. Yo, we got to build the trenches, man. Yeah. It don't matter how many skill position yeah, players we have. If we can't protect Daniel Jones or get to the quarterback, we're not going anywhere. Yeah. This is the same mistake we made with Saquon. Yeah. I'm not saying he was a mistake. But you're not able to see how good yeah. he could be because exactly. our O-line is not solidified. Our defense was good last yeah. year. You so know, you I love how Slater, Leonard Williams came Slater. around. Say it again. 
you would go Slater with the offensive lineman uh, Slater. I, I would I would go in the trenches, man, and, and appreciate the call. I want to I don't want to yeah. turn this into a football show, but we'll, we'll definitely have some ample time to talk about it. I'm I'm going into the trenches though. We got, we got enough receivers to hold it down. We we need to build out the O line and the D line. Let's go yeah, uptown Harlem world. TJ, what's going on? TJ, what's up, bro? Yo, sorry about that. It's all good. Yeah, sorry about that. Hello? Yeah, loud and clear. Go ahead, bro. Oh, my bad, my bad. I had the phone on speak. I was trying to take it off. Thank you, thank you. Um, first, yeah, first of all, I just want to tell y'all, man, that I really appreciate you guys, man. Y'all doing a fabulous job. I've been watching y'all, listening to y'all since last year. Um, and, you know, y'all, y'all doing a marvelous job. I don't get a good ch- get the chance to listen to you a lot because I work nights. Um, so, you know, when I do catch you guys, I try to listen to you guys most of the time. Appreciate so real it. quick, mm-hmm. i got two things I want to talk about. Um, I really feel like the best thing that could have happened to us last year was us not making the bubble because yeah. that time that we had off, all that time that we had off not making the bubble gave us the time to gel with each other. And that's what's showing this year. You know, I, I mean, it, it, you could just see it. You could just see it with the team. You could see, especially when us being able to pick up D Rose in the middle of the season, that extra point guard is really what's helping us. Especially mm-hmm. going to get D Rose and Taj yeah. is really, you know, setting the foundation for this team. Yeah. And the last point I wanted to make, real quick, is um, CP, CP. Real quick, what do you think? is going to happen when – because I think the Suns, what they've done watching that last game, mm-hmm. they was able to – they doubled um, Randall on mm-hmm. every possession. Mm-hmm. If, if you really look at it, right, they doubled him. And that's what kind of had us stagnant. And then they was able to defend the pick and roll really well. Mm-hmm. So it kind of like gave the other teams out west the blueprint on how to, you know, hold us down. What do you think yeah. those, those other teams are going to do? How do you think they're going to respond – how we're going to respond to that? Yeah, well, I think we've seen, a, and appreciate the call, bro, and thanks for supporting us. I think we've seen a lot of different coverages, um, not just on Randall, but on our ball handlers. You know, I go back to the Heat series and how they, you know, trap our, our ball handlers and trap us at the pick and roll. And I thought that was the best defense I've seen to, to really stop the Knicks offense. Yeah. Uh, and because that, that keeps Peyton out of it, it keeps RJ out of it, it keeps Derrick Rose out of it, even IQ. And right. that really right. had us had us in a frenzy. With Randall, you know, I think he's been seeing doubles and triples all year long. Now his decision making has to be more consistent. Some mm-hmm. nights he, he'll he'll make that quick decision, make that <clears throat> quick pass. Other nights I mean, even today in the Bulls game, you know, yes he had thirty four points, but he went back to that old Randall where he's dribbling into the triple teams, he's spinning into the triple teams yep. and just not making that 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 uh quick decision. In the playoffs, they're gonna try to take the ball out of his hands at every chance that they get. So it's on him to make that quick decision. You gotta see good off ball movement, number one, Reggie Bullock, who's always been good at it, to RJ. Those guys have to make those proper cuts, and Randall's got to find them. Randall's got to find them. Find those guys in the three-point line. Make that pass. Trust your teammates early, Trust your teammates. and then they got to deliver for them because it's going to come automatically right. in the playoffs, definitely. Right. Quick, can I ask one more question? Yeah, get, get it, bro. I was debating with somebody. I was asked, I was debating this with somebody, and he was telling me that mm-hmm. later on in the season, what it's going to come down to it is that at some point they they feel like they're going to be able to trade 
um, what's your man's name out there with, 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 with the Suns that we were just playing? Devin Booker. Okay. They said, somebody was telling me that it's going to be in our best interest to trade RJ for Devin Booker. I'm saying I don't want to give up RJ. No. RJ is a 20-year-old stud, and he's like a New York-bound type of kid. You can't find that. Yeah. Like, I don't, I mean, I'm nothing to knock against Devin Booker, but, you know, I, and I would love to have him on a team, but I don't want to give up RJ because He's like New York, man. Yeah, like that's that's all like guy, he's a, man. Like like his grind, his grind is different. Yeah, true story. And you know? appreciate the call, TJ. I would say, look, I mean, the, the Devin Booker talk. I wouldn't even look at that for another like three yeah. years, realistically, bro. Honest. Like I, I just that's not even realistic. Um, but yeah, you're right. I don't want to trade RJ. Definitely don't want to trade RJ. He, I feel like he's gonna be the next cornerstone New York sports mm. piece. He's gonna be the next cornerstone. May not may not have as much hardware as as the rest of them, but he's gonna be that guy. Trust me, Ash. He's gonna be like that. He's gonna be like that Don like Don Mattingly was to the Yankees. Hopefully, hopefully that comes with a ring, and not like the year after he leaves, like Mattingly, you know, into the Jeter era. But I feel like RJ's RJ's gonna be that guy. He, he's gonna work his way into that. So I want to see him here because the future is in New York for sure. I would I would love when RJ gets his ring, I get a ring. You know what I mean? <laughs> Engagement ring. <laughs> hey, we hey we got sixteen hundred in the chat, ready to roll. Even the Knicks get one. I would like one too. You know, right here, here, this finger. That's all I'm saying. Just, oh man, all right. Well, want to put that out there in case anybody's watching. Hint, hint. Hey, just wanna, you know. I I got I got just someone's watching. I got I got just a guy for you. Angel from Philly's in the building. Angel, what's going on, fam? Talk. Good segue. Good one. Perfect segue. Y'all always throw me the alleys, Ash. Come on, I'm we good. Angel, what's up, bro? <laughs> Yo, CP, what's good, bro? What's good, bro? How you feel, man? I'm feeling good to my brother from another, my Dominican brother, CK2K. <laughs> what's good, brother? How you feeling? Smooth. I'm good, man. W tonight. I'm feeling good, bro. <laughs> right. That, that, right. I'm, I'm feeling great about that. To the queen, Ashley, how are you feeling, boo? I'm good. Listen, we're headed on another win streak. That's how much I know. Right, right, right. And um, and listen, I am coming to Miami soon. So <laughs> I'm just letting you know, you want your spaghetti and meatballs, it's going to be not, hot and ready. So I'm letting you know, I'm coming to town. But, um, hey, listen, man, uh, first thing first, y'all, hit that thumbs up for y'all boys, yeah, man. And um, and CP, man, way to, way to hand Max Kellerman that L, man. Appreciate about you, time he want to talk about the Knicks. Of yeah. course, it would be after a loss, but, they you know, way to hand him that game. L. True, true. But, um, you know, as far as the game, man, um, Nerlens Noel, man, I really think, you know, we should, like, keep him as the future center and maybe use Mitch if the price ain't right as a trade chip. You know, for for to. maybe our star guard, um, so that's kind of where I'm leaning at because this boy just can't stay healthy. So um, you know, I really we got to bring back Noel. Man, he's a really big part of this team. I think you know they need to have like a sign near the rim and say and put block party. Don't bring it in here because this dude is just swatting everything, bro. I mean, yeah. this dude is just fire on yeah. a defensive end. And um, you know, obviously Julius Randle did his thing with 34 and seven. RJ, you know, I'm I'm. Just imagine what RJ is going to be in two years. I mean, look at how oh. good he is right now. You know, so I'm really encouraged about what I see from the Nygod. And um, listen, man, you know, obviously it was an up-and-down game, but 
in the fourth quarter, the bench scored 15 points in the in the fourth quarter. You know, Emmanuel quickly with 11 points, mm. and that really kind of separated the game for us. And um, you know, the fact that we shot 44% from three. 46% from the field. I mean, this team is just shooting lights out, even when we lose, you know. So I'm really encouraged. But I think you guys would agree with me on this, and, and then I'll, I'll um, you know, go to – I know you guys got a lot of callers, mm-hmm. but I keep hearing about this this daunting road trip, and they got to play all these good teams. Well, let me tell you something, man, and everybody's going to feel this right now. These teams got to play us too, man. Mm, Nobody in the so West plays defense like the New York Knicks. You feel slow, me? Yo. So we're going to go on this road trip, and we're going to do better than 500. I'm, I'm saying we're going to go 3-3, three and 4-2. Three, and two. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. Because these teams don't want to okay. see us, man, and we're coming. And, uh, you know, my last point when it comes to the Hawks, you know, um, we got like a one-game lead right now, but the Hawks got to play the Sixers again and you know, in like another day or two. So that's mm-hmm. going to be an L. Yeah. And then they got to play the Blazers, the Suns, and the Bulls. I think they're losing three out of those four games without Trey. You know, so we're sitting comfortable right now, but we got to stop having that mindset that we, you know, we're just lucky to be here. No, like RJ said, we belong here, and we're coming for more. Okay. So let's go, Nick. Hey, let's go. And thanks for taking my call, oh, guys. Appreciate I appreciate it. it. Appreciate it. That's how you close. All right, let's go. That's, that's how, how you close, close it. Throw some fives in the chat, man. Angel. Let's go. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for your squad. Uh, before we get to the score, CK, let me salute some super chats that have come in already. Salute Papa Left. He said the Knicks set anthem featuring Preacher J Boogie by Papa Left on SoundCloud. Link is in the Discord. So I don't know if they threw it in the chat, but definitely it's in the Discord. Come through in the Discord and uh, and get it. I'm I'm seeing a lot of fire emojis going on in the chat. So the people yeah, are feeling cool, the man. track. I'm hearing Papa Left laid it down. I'm hearing it's fire. Salute to CT Pittman. He says five and one on the homestand. This team keeps getting better and better. Couldn't be prouder. Blood of the Panda says people didn't believe RJ. Now look, they didn't, and still don't believe in Obi. Now he's cooking. Just remember who said it first. Hashtag Obi Avengers. Hashtag Free Obi. Alan Berman says, salute. Nice to see us take care of a team we should beat. We need to do the same out in Houston because the rest of the trip isn't pretty, and the Celtics and Heat won tonight. Ryan Hansley Jr., my bro, he says, we used to be the team constantly crying over blown calls from the ref. It felt damn good to be on the other side of that tonight. Yeah, the refs were all over the place. Sometimes it was tight. Sometimes it was a UFC match. I don't know what was going on out there. Paul Robinson says, how do y'all feel about the two-year contract for Mitch with a second-year option? Not a long committee. He can get some good money in the meantime. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, that's another two years away, so we'll see how that plays out. Euro De Niro says, uh, shout-out to the team, CPCK2K and Ash. This is what we need, a team that we can – a team that can win the games that need to be won and that doesn't back down from tough quarters slash setbacks. Obi-Wan playing with more confidence. So shout out Euro De Niro. Definitely appreciate it. Shout out to Rhyme Animal Chuck D. Everybody throw a hashtag PE in the chat. Mm-hmm. He says, this is a crazy, unexpected, precarious time. Chemistry is everything. Precarious. Both additions and subtractions can make us lose it like Shywash Pacers. Look at the uh, look at Boston. You only grow upwards once. Enjoy this. Salute to Chuck. Me and Chuck was at the at the Suns game vibing. It was a great time, great experience, man. Priceless experience. Shout out to everybody that came with us. Shout out to Jay Boogie. Jay Boogie was at the Suns game. Uh, my guy Kev was there. We, we were in there deep, man. And then Knicks Fan TV After Dark was live as well. I'm sure some of you guys saw that on the on the uh, on the live stream as well. So shout out to everybody that came out with us. Um, CK, let's go to you to the scores, and then we're going to talk about sure. Luca Vildoza next. Let's go to the scores. 
I was wondering if we were going to mention them. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, So starting it off with the standings, uh, we are still in the fourth seed. And thank you, everybody. I want a nice big thank you in the chat to none other than the Philadelphia 76ers. Philly. I know our own division rivals, but we got to give a thank you to them yep. for not only beating them, but smacking them up. I know they had no Trey Young, but at the same time, you know, they, we, we don't care. Yeah. All we care about is that team losing 100. and Philadelphia handled the business, whooping them 127-80. Three. Um, we also had we, a lot of a lot of big games tonight. Uh, we saw Charlotte and Boston playing against each other. Uh, Boston ultimately winning that game. I was looking for Charlotte to win that because they 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 can make some ground. I'm not worried about them. Hopefully they would be Boston. But Boston mm-hmm. came out on top with that game, one twenty to one eleven. Um, still looking around the league. Uh, yet we we talked about it briefly, but you know, for anybody talking about the draft and looking at the draft. The Mavericks, you saw that game yesterday, so we're not going to yeah. mention that one today. But, uh, yeah, so those two games, um, Washington is they're, – they're, they're closing in. They're yeah, trying Washington to get to play in. Yeah, they, they went out there and they smacked up the Lakers. Lakers Damn right it now. on AD. Damn yes. it. Rui wow. Ashimara, baby, letting them know that he can Body. fly. Yeah. Yeah, and thanks to the loss tonight for the Chicago Bulls and that win by the Wizards. Right now, the Wizards are sitting um, at that 10th seed looking to get a play in to possibly uh, be a part of the playoff conversation. So that was a big game for them. So that's somebody we got to start looking at because they hit that window. Um, but other than that, like, like, like I said, uh, I love what everyone was saying, especially what Angel just said. I'm focused about what this team's doing. We need to stop being so happy about, you know, I'm just glad to be yeah. here now. Let's start looking aggressive and start looking start like winning. some damn sharks and go for that damn blood with this, uh, this road trip that we got coming up here starting on uh, Sunday. And we mm-hmm. got, you know, we got some games that we should win. I'm, I'm with a lot of people. I think I'm leaning more towards the three and three, but definitely yeah. over on the four and two side. I think that's definitely possible. Um, but we got a good stretch of games. Um, looking at the rest of the schedule, nothing that really concerns us going on right now. But uh, yeah, Nick's doing what we got to do, handle our business, and we should stay pretty at four. So right now we are one game ahead of the Hawks, sole possession of fourth. Mm-hmm. Two mm-hmm. games ahead of both the Celtics and the Heat. And, uh, and yeah, sitting pretty right now. We yep, are four good, and a half up on Hornets in the eighth. So we just got to keep it going, man. Keep it going. Like I said, four or five is the sweet spot. Atlanta, no Trey Young should help us a little bit. We still go into this West Coast trip with, uh, with the sixth hardest uh, schedule to finish this yeah. thing out. So can't take nothing for granted. Got to go into these games and, and win what we should. For example, the Houston game. You know, that Houston game is, is a gimme. They got to take that. No excuses to lose that game. We know Memphis is going to be tough. Memphis is going to be out for revenge. They still have there in the eighth spot in the in the West, only a half game above the Spurs and only a game uh, above the Warriors for 10. So the Grizzlies are going to be out to play for something, playing hard. You know, Denver mile high is going to be tough. Obviously, be tough. Phoenix is going to be tough. Um, Clippers, Lakers, it's still going to be a tough one. I'm looking at three and three. Ideally, if we can go three on three uh, on this trip, I'll be satisfied. And then you come home for the Spurs, big game against the Hornets, Hornets. and a critical game against Boston to close it out at home. Yeah. So, Huge. yeah. It's, yeah it's really uh, after all those games, it could come down to who knows, Boston could streak, and then they could be right there talking yeah. about four and five just like us. You know, That's if it. we have that um, outcome, like you said, in the, on that road trip, and Boston goes streaking because like, uh, we heard, I think it was Angel that mentioned the Hawks. They got to play Sixers again. They got some rough games that they got to mm-hmm. go through as well. They could drop the same way that we could be rising, and it might come down to the wire where it's between us and the, and the Celtics. So, yeah, man, it's going to be a fun nine-game yeah. stretch that we got going before the playoffs. So I'm excited. Boston lost last night, I think, right? Boston. Or the night before. I think it was the night before. 
right? They yeah. lost to. Let's see. Oh no, you're right. It was last night to last... um the okay to Thunder. You're right. Yeah. Boston got okay, washed by the Thunder. Right. Yes, they did. Yeah. They got washed by the yes, Thunder. Yep. Yep. And yeah, they're playing. I think they're playing tonight, or they played. They already won. They just yeah, beat they beat the Hornets. Yeah, one twenty to one eleven, Boston yeah. won. So if we look at it, we are okay. So technically, we have the seventh hardest schedule of the pack. Chicago has the fourth hardest. Um, competition, competition. Atlanta has the twenty third. Charlotte twenty fourth. Boston twenty seventh. Whack. Dallas twenty eighth. Whack. Listen, you still, you still got to play the games. You never know. Yeah, the NBA is just at any given Sunday league like the NFL, but, you know, that's just how the competition is uh, stacking up in terms of strength of schedule and remaining games. So we got nine left, and let's go ahead and, and get this W. Um, real quick, let's talk about uh, Luca Vildoza, shall we? Where's my, um, where's my Luca Vildoza joint at? <laughs> Here we go. Luca Vildoza, folks. So earlier it was announced today that the Knicks are closing in on Argentinian guard Luca Vildoza. He averaged 10 points, 3.5 assists, and 1.6 steals for Basconia in the Euro League. Uh, so, yeah, another Argentinian point guard could be headed to the NBA following his fellow countryman Facundo Campazzo, who's uh, with the Nuggets. So this is an interesting move, man. I think he's about 6'5", 6'6", uh, and, and somebody that the Knicks had, had their eye on. They have one roster spot left because they were supposed to sign uh, Simi Shitu, who yeah. was the center out of Vanderbilt that was with the Westchester, Westchester Knicks, mm-hmm. but that fell through. They're not going to sign him anymore, so they still have a a uh, one roster spot left. And I so- heard that they were also looking into, um, what is his, Kenneth? What was his last name? Fareed? Fareed. Oh, so, so what I'm hearing is, is that, that, what, I was hearing. Is that um, what I'm hearing is that Vildoza is the favorite. His situation is pending a buyout with his team. Sources told Knicks Fan TV is pending yeah. the buyout with the team. Yeah. But they also told me, um, to, according to, to along what we are saying, is that they are looking at a number of guys. So we never know. Things can yeah, change quick. I, I have from a very trusted source yeah. that Ken is on that list. So. Yeah, th- things can change quickly. So... Uh, that yeah, Man- Manimal could certainly be an option, but I know that Vildoza is the front runner at this point. So I reached out to my guys, some of you guys that have been um, fans of the show for a while. If you, if you guys go back to last summer when we had our international scout Jason Filippi on, and he talked about some of the top international prospects of, of this past draft. So I asked him about Vildoza, and uh, here's what he said. This is courtesy of KnicksFanTV.com. Make sure you guys go to KnicksFanTV.com and check out our blog post. Shout out to Tratacast, to Dave, and all the guys that contribute. Shout out KnicksFanTV, Remy as well. You can catch the postgame player ratings on KnicksFanTV.com after every game. So make sure you guys check it out. So here's what Jason said. He says, I like him, but I don't love him. In the sense that I like him for a good European team, but not as much for the NBA. He's another long line of proud tradition of tough Argentinian point guards who have done well in Europe. He said, think of Pablo Prigioni but a little bit less savvy, but a bit more scoring and shooting ability. So not as savvy as Pablo, but some more scoring and shooting ability. He says he's more of a slasher than a shooter, but his three-point shot has improved a lot since coming to Europe. He has has a strong build, decent athlete for a Euro guard, 
gritty, hard-nosed defender, creative passer who was a good pick-and-roll player. I think he was just average natural talent, but makes up for it with toughness and hard play. He has the knack for making big shots, including an exciting game-winning buzzer beat in last year's Spanish League Finals. So that was uh, Jason's evaluation of him. Jason's been scouting him for a number of years. Jason's out, out there in Italy, but uh, scouts a number of the players in the Euro League. So... That's his lowdown on Luca. I mean, hey, who knows? Who, who knows what happens? I mean, this is a situation I, I wouldn't expect if he comes here. I wouldn't expect him to play. I think he'd be, you know, injury insurance. Yeah. But maybe somebody that you know that that maybe next year they they get a he gets a further evaluation. So good pickup, good good pickup in that regard. Yeah, why not? Well, why not, know. man? <laughs> I, I still. I don't know. I'm still wishing that we went the big man route, but I mean, yeah, like like you say, he's 25 too. It's, yeah, it's 25. There's so much we don't know. We you know he could end up being somebody that can help us out if he plays. But like yeah. you said, I really don't expect him to play. No. I think he's you know there just in case kind of thing. I still wish we went big man. Uh, shout hey, out to Damian Jones said, who got signed by the Kings and ended up getting. I uh, said Boogie was available, and everyone said I was crazy. I don't want Boogie. No, I want Damian Jones. I said Boogie was available for. You could have just signed him to a ten day contract. Could have just took him for a test drive. You didn't have to commit. He was there, but. But let, 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 let the Clippers have Boogie. I mean, I think in this instance, mm. this is this is young potential upside. Yeah, right, right, right. You know, a low risk type of move. No, Boogie was low risk because you didn't have to commit to playing him. But who said he wanted to come to the Knicks, though? I'm saying, but he was out. He was available to grab if you wanted him for at least for 10 days, at least for a 10 day contract. You could have taken him for a test drive. That's all I'm saying. Potentially, no. potentially. You could have. You didn't have to play him. You don't have to start him, clearly. He was also just injury insurance. Maybe he can get you a couple points. You know, he can defend, whatever, whatever. You could have cut him after 10 days. You could have signed him for whatever the remainder of it, just like the Clippers did. I'm just saying. You could have taken him for a test drive. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So to everybody in the chat once again, hit that thumbs up on free squad. We got eighteen hundred in the chat right now, Ash. Six hundred seventy-seven likes. We gotta get those likes up. Let's hit that thumbs up button right now. Hit that like button right now. Let's get it going. Knicks win one thirteen ninety-four. All right, I, I was hearing that Scrooge is back, according to Dave. Let's let's right, make sure right. Scrooge, Scrooge, are you there and are you decent, sir? Are you decent? <laughs> yeah, I'm good, girl. I'm okay. Good, bro. Okay, bro. Okay, bro. Just bro. just checking, man. I I don't know what's going on back <laughs> there. I'm just making sure you're good now, bro. Yeah, hit that thumbs up for the boys. All right, no what's going on? CK. Actually, what's going on, CP? Chill, man. Yeah, yeah man. Julius is in his back tonight, man. Julius is That's... in his back tonight. Good bounce back. Because I don't know what he was doing in that Suns game. But, um, yeah, good bounce mm. back. <laughs> um, RJ, he he did a move today on three-pointer. He dribbled and made a shot, and I forgot who face it was. Yeah, that's what yes. I like yeah. that. I yeah. like that. I like yeah, that RJ's move. Arsenal, he, he tweaked the Arsenal you know up tonight. I like that. That's something. Yeah, I like that move. I was I, I kind of froze, like, what? <laughs> RJ? Yeah, so... um. Yeah, that was a good move. He got to, you know, in the off season he gonna work on it. Yeah, but, yeah. Nice. And I like to see Tiz smiling. That was good, man. We needed yeah, that. You know what I'm saying moment. after that loss yesterday, that was a harmful loss. It really pissed me off, but it is what it is. You live and you learn, and yeah. that's good for us. You know what I'm saying? Was a, you know what I'm saying? So that was a good, 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 good one. Good, 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 good one tonight. But 
Thumbs up, man. Everybody thumbs up for the for gang, man, for real. All right, man. Good Go show, man. That's cool. Go ahead, bro. We're going to let you get back to it, man. Good luck, and, and uh, we'll be back from you uh, next He's show. He's using his manscape. That's he might be, yes. He might be. And, and as we segue to that, salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad. Tonight's show, you heard Scrooge. He might have been doing it in the dark with that LED light. But tonight's show is brought to you by Manscaped, the number one men's grooming tool from head to toe. Go to manscaped.com, enter promo code NYX for 20% off plus free shipping. And as I mentioned, man, it does have that LED light, which is perfect, <laughs> whatever you're into. But the best thing is, is, the, is the skin safe technology. This is a ceramic blade cuts down on those nicks not the good nicks that one tonight the bad nicks the ones that you don't want as you step outside during the spring and the summertime definitely want to cut down on that so the manscape is good great battery life great battery life it's wireless it's also waterproof you want to do it in the shower whatever the case may be you could do that as well and like i said go to manscape.com enter promo code nicks for 20 percent off plus free shipping and and yeah man salute to our guys at manscaped we just got some some fire products on the way. I can't we can't talk about it. It's, it's very exclusive, but you guys will find out about it in in, in soon soon time in due time. But, I, but yeah. I got some. It was, yeah, I need to um, find out who I can use it. Yeah, with one. I don't know. Oh my, yeah, yeah. Test out that group activity conversation that you've been having. Let's see how that works. Trying to get that trust exercise yeah, going. That, that's right, man. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So salute to our guys at Manscaped. Remember, Manscaped also ships to uh, Europe, the European Union as well, Australia. So all our guys down there, you guys can go ahead and cop yours as well. No testimonials. Remember, no testimonials. Just go out and get yours. We, we trust and believe that it's a good product. But just no testimonials, please. Please, no, no testimonials, all right? No testimonials. Yeah. No testy. Yeah, no testy. Monials. All right, don't let that go over your head, people. No testimonials. Right. Um, let me salute a couple super chats that came in. Salute to who else we got? Kenny Gale says, "How about them rookies? Solid game all around. Imagine the player Noel would be if he caught if he could catch the ball. I want all the playoff smoke." Joshua B says, too much ball watching from RJ on defense. Gave up three threes to Lowry because of ball watching. No, Can't afford that on no. this road trip. Good win, though. Yeah, I mean, look, he'll bounce back from that. I'm not worried oh about that. Oh, my God. I'm not man. worried about that, man. Robert Parrish says, Noel needn't score, but he has had an impressive run since Mitch went down. Definitely. No question. I read that from Euro De Niro. Jimmy Falston says, salute to Noel, repping our country. Haiti with five blocks and quickly shooting, sometimes hesitant a little, but getting his shooting touch back on track. Coach Tibbs with the technical foul, play of the game. Yeah, Tibbs is not here for the trickery tonight. He was not here for the theatrics, man. Tibbs, Tibbs was, he's in playoff mode. That's why. You know, you see them chewing out RJ, chewing out the refs. Tibbs feels it, man. It's, it's, it's time. Pressure cooking time. It's nine games left. Going into the playoffs, Tibbs, he, he wants those W's, man. It's been a successful year one for him, so he wants to keep it rolling. I don't blame him. If you guys are new in the chat, leave us a hashtag new. We'll shout you guys out. We got 1,700 in here, so make sure you guys are getting those likes up. Throw a hashtag new in the chat. We'll shout you guys out. All right, back to the phones we go. Let's hear from my guy, Jay, from Florida. Jay, what's going on, bro? Debbie, Debbie Down is back, man. I can't Debbie Down no more. <laughs> Yo, shout out to fans. Hit that like button, that subscribe button. Hey. My boy CP got a weekly on ESPN. That's hard, bro. Appreciate Them it, bro. 17 win seasons. We wasn't thinking about no ESPN nah. weekly. So, 
That's shout right. out to you. Shout out to Ashley, CK, TK. But I want to talk about I want to talk about my man Mitch, man. No, first I want to I want to holler at my man James Dolan, bro. Everybody yeah. call up here and don't thank James Dolan. Thank you, Mr. Dolan, for hiring Leon Rose. Leon Rose hired Tibbs. James Dolan took the leap of faith in February to hire Rose in World Wide West. Yeah, he made that happen. So we got to hire James Dolan first. Um, my man Mitch, if you listen to Tibbs tonight, Tibbs is big enough Mitch when he was talking about Noel. This whole defensive strategy, the whole structure of this team is based off Mitch's defense yeah. and, you, and Elf a little bit. He said that he liked Elf's size, mm-hmm. being 6'4", over 200 pounds. He can hold it down the perimeter. Mitch can hold it down down low. Mitch is going nowhere. If we were going to trade Mitch, we should trade him last draft. We got a big man with a foot injury, foot break. That's the most terrible injury for a big man. Mitch ain't going nowhere. No, well, cool. But Mitch upside is crazy. Everything's based yeah, on Mitch. Yeah, but my, my thing, though, Jay, is, is how do you upgrade a team? If, if they look to do that, if they look to do that, who, who knows? Maybe they don't make a big trade next offseason. Maybe it's the one after that. But how do you do that? How do you do that right you now? See, that's why, that's why I always call with Debbie Down because my thing is, like, I wanted to pick this year because, I hate listen, bro, it's going to be tough with no freezes this year. You got all this money, but who are you going to sign? So that's that's why I was like, I wanted the two picks. I wanted the low pick. I want Dallas pick so he get a wing or a guard to come play with these boys. It's going to be tough. Like, we can't really upgrade. With, with nothing going on, we don't really have a lot swinging. I think they want to they want to draft that kid Josh Giddy by picking up his Argentinian cat because it's the same type of game. So if they can get Josh Giddy, I think they jump all over that. Yeah. But it's gonna be tough to try to improve this team with with a pick in the twenties. Like the playoffs is cool. I hope we get to the second round. I'm rude for the team. I'm not hating no more. Hating ain't getting you nowhere all year. I ain't hating no more. I know that. <laughs> I'm rooting for the team. Run it up. Let's do it. Let's go. I'm just worried about these years moving forward. Of 2022, course. 2023, who we going to sign, what we going to do. We got to figure it out because Mitch can't get traded right now. The picks is going to be useless after June. So what are we going to do? I don't know. People talk about RJ. We ain't trading RJ for Booker. I love RJ to death. I'm Jamaican. Arjun's Jamaican boy. If we can get book, I'm trading yeah. RJ, bro. Book is disgusting. Book is a different, different level type of guard. I I'm driving RJ to the airport. <laughs> love RJ, but that's how I'm doing. You feel me? Yo, I much love and respect. I'm you. gone. You know, you know what's up, Jay? First of all, I'm, I'm glad you came around. You know what I mean? Driving RJ to the airport. I, I'm, I'm glad Jay came around. Look, I'm not gonna. It's, it's too much. It's too much positive. It's too much going well this year for me to, to, to worry about the, the, you know. What are we gonna do and who, you know, trading RJ and stuff and the book stuff is so far down the road. Like I can't even. We we in the playoffs, man. I even thinking about that. I right? can't. Hey, man, yeah, if I can't. driving RJ to the airport, I'm taking a Glock to all those tires and I'm taking RJ back. <laughs> in the bridge truck, I got I just, RJ. I got this man. You. This man said. <laughs> this man said he's done hating and then proceeds and to talk about driving RJ down to the classic. Leave Classic. that man on the yeah. Belt Parkway yeah. and take RJ in a bridge truck back to Madison Square Garden. Straight set Do it off, style, right, Ash? Set it off. Set it off, style. Now, I'm going to do it the town style. I'm going to come with the the nun's mask. Yeah, hell yeah. Like, RJ, I got you. Don't worry. Come with me. It's safe here. <laughs> oh, man. Jay said, Jay said he wasn't on that Debbie Downer vibe and closed with that. He can't help himself, man. Just cannot help himself. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up on free squad. <laughs> Let's see who's in here in Team Hashtag New. I've seen a couple, but the chat is going so crazy right now. 
into okay. my Glock and he says she's shooting. I'm shooting over RJ. Don't play me. One hundred percent. I'm assembling the the uh, the RJ Avengers to save him. You're real talk, man. Uh, salute to Quint- Quintone Anderson. Says hashtag news is my birthday on Friday. All right, so shout out to Quintone Anderson. And big up to you. Happy birthday to you, definitely. And throw your cities in the chat. Let us know where you guys are uh, checking in from. We'll, we'll definitely shout you guys out. And great win, man. Great win. 113-94. Yes, sir. Back to our winning ways. Let's go to the Discord. Faisal, what's going on? Faisal, are you up next? What's up, man? I'm a, I just want to say I'm a big fan of your show. I've been watching it for a minute, and I'm really enjoying it. I'm, I'm really impressed with you. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Guys are doing the for Thanks, real. Man. Where, are you, where are you calling in from, bro? Saudi Arabia. Nice, Ooh, nice, nice, nice. Okay, what what time is it over there? It's actually six twenty a.m. I still didn't sleep. I'm that kind of fan. I'm a big fan, nice. man. Wow. My man is a warrior. He's wow. a warrior for these yeah. Knicks. So you, so you stayed up. Anything for the, the Knicks and um, for the show, man. Let's go. Whatever it takes. Appreciate Shout out to Faisal, man. Everybody, big up Faisal in the chat, man. He's a warrior, man. What's Appreciate going on, bro? it. Um, I just got, I have a couple points. I just want to, uh, guys say real quick. Um, I, I love Noel. Don't get me wrong. But, uh, uh, to me, he, he, uh, Mitchell is just another level kind of player because yeah. I feel like there's potential in Mitchell. I think he can develop for being a better offensive threat. Sure. First Absolutely. of all, he's, he's much more athletic than Noel. Yeah. So that's one. And two, uh, we we see some gl- we saw some glimpses back on Instagram on the off season where he was working on his three point shot and stuff like that. I'm not saying he should be uh, shooting these feet anytime soon, but I, I don't know. I can see him maybe having a baby hook shot just like Robin Lopez, something like that. And I think that would actually could help the Knicks, um, even if it was that minor kind of offensive game. Uh, with with Noel, I think. That's it. That's that's the kind of player he is. So I don't think he's gonna develop no. into anything else. I he's agree. just gonna get that defense, and that's about it. Yeah, I uh, which is which is solid. Uh, yeah. Well, that, that that's about Mitchell. And another thing with RJ today, I feel like uh, the Knicks with our team, um, we would, we've been winning because of defense for sure. Everyone knows that, uh, and uh, our offense isn't the best. We we started hitting threes. We uh, we got better on the three on the three point shot. But I just I hope I hope RJ comes back to, uh, next season and develops his game a little bit more. I know he's still young. I th- I know he's um, 
he's playing better than ex- expectations. But mm-hmm. with Artie, the thing is, man, he's not that athletic, so he need he really needs to do uh, 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 cleaning up with his skill set. If yeah. in other words, I feel like he should tighten his dribble. Sure. I think like if he can. Uh, Buy a jump shot off a dri- off a dribble kind of jump shot, mid range yes. jump shot. That would be really good for the Knicks. And if he, if he does those little things in the off season, you who knows? Maybe he can start even bringing the ball up and taking off pressure a little bit from Jason Randall, Julius Randall. Sorry. Yeah. So um, <laughs> Jason, shout out Jason Randall, baby. <laughs> sorry. Oh. I don't know what happened. Pissed him off. I don't, I don't know. know. We, we lost him. No, nah, that was a great shout out. Yeah, like, yeah. Salute to Faisal, man. Salute to Faisal checking in from Saudi Arabia. That was big Someone time. Someone said it low key sounds like Porzingis. <laughs> <laughs> KP, KP, nah, y'all gonna piss him off. KP, peek it over the fence, man. I definitely agree with his Mitch take. You know, I, like I said in the beginning, and I'll repeat it, I don't think, you know, I wouldn't want to trade Mitch, but the, the, Here's the thing that is the most the suck part about the business of basketball. I agree. I don't think Noel's game is going to hit a different level. I don't think you're going to get as many different thresholds as you will with Mitch's game. Right. That's why Mitch is more valuable valuable on the trade market than Noel is, right? So that's what the frustrating part is because if you're trying to go ahead and get an additional piece, um, and again, I would not even pick up the phone for somebody for Mitch that was not – his level or above him make that very clear and that's the suck part about the business of basketball is that the players like Mitchell Robinson are worth the most and it's the question is are you willing to part with that to get something better than him if that exists if that exists and that's the key point yeah. if it exists Noel I think because his game is so one-dimensional compared to a Mitchell Robinson you can't get that type of player for him on the free market which is why the only reason I said that if you're thinking about you know, adding to this team and getting that next level player, you would have to offer up Mitch because he's a more valuable piece than Noah. I don't want to. Trust me, I don't want to. But if you had to, that out of the two of them, you'd get more from Mitch than you would Noel. So I want to make it very clear. For me, it's not about um, Mitch being replaceable, right? Because as even as Jay from Florida called in and talked about how much this defense is built around Mitch, I mean – we, we take for granted the, the way that Mitch can get out on the perimeter and rotate and get back to the rim and protect the rim and, you know, those things that he was doing on the offensive glass, the defensive glass. Yes, mm. his, his overall game needs to improve. And unfortunately, with the foot injury and with the hand injury, we didn't get to see his continued development on the offensive side, especially, you know, not as much with D. Rose. I wish we could have seen a lot of D. Rose and, and Mitch in the mix, especially the way he's got OB going. So we haven't seen that, but it's just a matter of as his team ascends, you know, your, your, your draft prospects are going to be a lot lower in the round. Where do you go to make that major upgrade to the team without losing your top two guns? That's going to be the name of the game as this team continues to build going forward, right? Obviously, yeah, you, you may have to pay to play, but you're not trying to trade RJ, so it could be Mitch. Yeah. It could be Mitch, who's, who's going to be looking for a, a decent payday within the next two years. Now, the team 
has a um I think it's like a one one point five million dollar option for him next year. Extremely low. Like I, I wish he was making a lot more than that because that's just pennies in, in NBA standards. Yeah. But that's just the, the deal he signed as no a second sense. round pick. That's and, that's just you that's, know, they lucked out. And that's a good that's a good point because you have your untouchables, right? Every team has their untouchables, yeah. and I believe the Knicks have theirs. I believe obviously Julius Randle. I think RJ Barrett's an untouchable. I think because you went ahead and you invested in Obi Toppin, he's an untouchable for now. So you, that leaves you, when you have untouchables, that leaves you with a very small pot to choose from yes. in terms of making deals to get other players via trade. So if you're going to go ahead and say these guys are off limits, well, that only leaves you this. And then from there, you have to real, you have to go ahead and select who you're going to get the most for. It's not going to be the guys yeah. who, you know, come off the bench and they're just kind of spot fillers. It's not going to be the vets like Derrick Rose and things like that because they're kind of at the end of their career. A lot of, a lot of the times players or teams rather want to trade for somebody who's either in the middle or in their prime. You don't want to get someone on the talent, especially if you're trying to compete, if you want to send them to a contender to get someone in return, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to go ahead and look at who is the most beneficial in terms of that, and it's going to be someone like a Mitchell Robinson, unfortunately, be- because he has a lot to offer as a player, and he's only begun to hit what I think he can deliver to a team. And that's the suck part about the business of basketball. Yeah. Yeah, talking about untouchables, I personally, and I don't know if this is going to upset some people in the chat, I think Emmanuel Quickly is probably a little bit more untouchable than Obi Toppin, well, yeah, quickly to be too. completely honest. Quickly, yeah. sorry, sorry, um, I forgot quick. I forgot quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I'm just, I'm, I, I, look, I, I think I'm, the big thing here is, like, there, there's no way that we're going to get any kind of equal value for Mitchell Robinson that's not a draft pick. I, we're not going to, I'm seeing the chat talking about, it, the only way they'll make the deal is if it's a deal that's centered around Carl Anthony Towns. Like, that's not happening. That's no. not happening. It's going to be a deal where it will bring us a bevy of players and some draft picks or just him and some other players for a, a draft pick this year or maybe a draft pick. Jump up in the draft. And, 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 like, and like CP's been saying, I, I couldn't agree anymore. Like, we, at what point do we do something to upgrade? Or are we just going to keep – because that's the thing. That's what's next now. Like, this mm-hmm. year has been great. This year is continuing to be great. But now it's about what is next. We have to make that next step, and we have to make the next right step. You know what I mean? Like, I understand we don't – nobody here wants to physically say ship off Mitchell Robinson. None of us are saying that. But at the same time, if we want to upgrade to then now take this next level, not just talking about playoffs and hoping we get to the second round, we want to talk about competing and stuff like that. You got to start making moves like this that will then build the team that will – uh, solidify those guys that um, all the mainstream media believing will one day sign with the New York Knicks. We got to make sure we have the infrastructure put together for that. And you know what? If it means that we got to, yeah, we got to, we got to make a tough decision like like Mitchell Robinson. Like yeah. you know, I, if it has to happen, it has to happen. I don't want him gone, but if it has to happen, it's got to happen because. Like you just said, we don't have much else to be given away because we're not going to be just giving away R.J. Bear for pennies. We're not giving away Julius Randle for pennies at this point. We got to, you know, Mitch Robinson, unfortunately, availability is uh, a skill. And I don't know if he's ha- he has it because the, this year alone he's had some two crazy, yeah. very bad injuries. Like Jay said, a foot injury for a seven-foot player is tough. That is that's 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 a huge injury. So mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I I think it's got to be time to consider that trade or consider any kind of conversations that and, um, circle around him. And the interesting is, I I see the chat saying, well, who benefits the game more injuries aside? You can't put the injuries aside. That's the, again, yes. that's going back to the, the game. basketball because in a perfect yeah. world, 
obviously we can go ahead and make sure Mitchell Robinson was never hurt. It's Mitch. He's the most beneficial to the team if you are in comparison to Noel. But unfortunately, yeah. your you talent is only 50% of your value as a player. The other 50% is availability. How available are you are you for me to utilize your talent? That's the same conversation we used to have about Frank, especially earlier in the season. I said, well, how long are we going to give Frank to kind of get it together? If he's not, not playing, he's injured and he can't play. So his benefits and what he brings to the table is kind of thrown out the window if he's never able to bring it because yeah. he doesn't play. You know, it's that kind exactly. of a conversation, and that's the stuff conversation to have because you know what somebody can do, but you also know on the other side of that that they're never available to do Got so. It. And it could just be a it could just be one of those seasons like across the board for everyone. The COVID, the COVID, COVID pandemic, everything, the the condensed season, the quick turnaround. People are just getting injury prone out of or, or not getting injured people are just getting injuries out of the woodwork like yeah. it's just all over the league could just be a bad year for mitch and that is also a possibility so you don't know until you know so you, so know? you don't get to make that prediction you gotta gotta live with the decision you make you, you do, are you, you're worried about them long term yeah. or you, you gotta do what you gotta let's do. get to yeah. the phones we got a lot of people on the phone so let's table a conversation zion from bay area what's going on bro How you feeling, bro? yeah that's what he said Zion. hey what's up what's up bro How you, you guys feeling, hear me bro? yeah loud and clear go ahead bro yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I wanted to hear your opinions on this. Actually, first, shout out to CP. I saw your segment with Max. You got, you did a great job. Appreciate it. Big thing coming your way. And Ashley, you always looking good. You know, trying to oh, my day. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Anyways. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think looking at the Knicks right now, I think what we need is a playmaking guard, a closer, and uh, an interior presence. I think Booch was cooking us all night in the paint. You know, Noel's a great help defend, defender, but yeah. I don't know if he's a, as of a good, you know, great post defender. And I think when Mitch comes back, that's going to be take care of a little bit. But one thing I want to focus on is the point guard issue. And I was thinking if we should pursue Alonzo in the free agency or try to look to draft, you know, our future guard in the draft, yeah. maybe try, try to trade up or something like that. So I want to hear what you guys think about that. You know, what, what are our options going to the future for our, lead you know playmaking guard appreciate it man appreciate it uh well well as ck said and as as it was announced earlier today josh giddy is entering the draft out of the nbl the australian league uh mm-hmm. where Lamelo came out of he's projected to go late teens maybe early lottery we'll see what happens as things shape up in the summertime but he could be an option me personally i'd i'd, I'd want to see a start in the draft see what options are out there and then, and then look to either free agency or trade. I think yeah. that that's the uh, that's the most likely scenario. I mean, in terms of interior presence, I mean, look, yo, Vucevic is one of the most underrated stars in this league. Um, there's no way around it. I've been watching this guy torch the Knicks for many a years now. Like I mm-hmm. said, he was averaging 19 and 15 on them this year alone. Uh, a guy that can play, make a guy that can score at all three levels. Just a beast. And like I said, I knew this was going to be a tough matchup for Noel one-on-one just because Noel can't get physical with some of these bigger bigger centers. Um, but, you know, they, they try to hold their own. They try to double him. They try to triple him. <laughs> and Fusevich still got it off, man. I think in the first quarter, first half, he had a double-double. He finished with 26 and 18, 10 and 22 from, from the field. So Vucevic is just one of those tough covers, man. I'm not sure, you know. Whether it was Noel or Mitch, I think they would have had a tough time on him. Although I think, you know, Mitch does a little bit better of a job on him. But, you know, maybe in the draft they, they get some more depth at, at the center position. 
Yeah. Uh, but Vucevic is just tough. I like building. I like the idea of building through the draft first because you don't have to alter the chemistry that you've created on your team. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? That's one of the things that I believe, especially that's why I say if it's not broke, don't fix it. I'm a firm believer, and I said this on the very first show that I was ever on, was that the Knicks need to go ahead and develop stability. Stability with the players, stability with the coaching staff, stability with the front office personnel. That is what – it's been missing for so long. The culture of the New York Knicks has just constantly been a revolving door. So you can go ahead and build through the draft and not have to even go ahead and, and change up anything you don't have to in terms of trading players away and getting other guys in and then going ahead and, you know, moving um, that door a little bit, even if it's just in the slightest way, then that's always beneficial. You know what I mean? That's always yeah. the move you want to make. Now, you don't always – you're not always able to fulfill every single need through the draft. And that is what the key, that is what the difference is maker. That's why people end up either because they don't have draft picks or because they can't fulfill every need that they have Mm -hmm. through the draft. And that's why you go ahead and you start making these deals within the league. So if you can do it that way, do it. If not, you know. Facts, facts, facts. 16 points, 12 rebounds, 12 assists, four steals and two blocks. That's Lonzo Ball's stat line tonight. I want Lonzo Ball as my point guard. Twenty three years old. I'm just, I'm just, yes. So I gotta say, I, I, I'm, I, I 100% agree with you guys. Build through the draft, but I'm looking at wings. I, I want a wing. I don't think we're gonna find Me that too, big man. man in the draft. I, I get it. Like, there's, there are some good young point guards. I know people are really excited about Josh Kidd. If I, if I could count the amount of times I've gone to DM saying, Yo, CK, I know you like Lonzo, but you gotta check out this Giddy guy. Like, I, I get it. I know who he is. I think he's good too. He's, he, he, he has a lot of potential. But at the same time, like, there's so many wings in this draft that I feel like we could strike gold with from Zyra. Like, I don't want like, – like, like CB said, I don't want to waste time yeah. talking about draft picks still like that when we're in the midst of making the playoffs right now. But right now, wings is just my are my main priority, and I'm not looking at us coming out of this draft with multiple rookies. I'm looking at a rookie because I think that we'll probably move up and get a solid wing uh, for us in this draft. But as far as, like, point guard, I, unless we're moving up and getting Nikade or Jalen Suggs, I don't see anybody on that point guard level where I – want to take another shot in the dark and hoping that maybe we can get that point guard. I'm not doing it. Like I'm, if it's not Jalen or Cade, give me any of these uh, millions of wings that I feel like can be next level scores and yeah. multi, uh, multi-talented players. So I'm looking at the wings in the draft and then, yeah, let's talk about free agency. After Agreed. That. And then Agreed. we've also talked about this in terms of the draft is that the other side of that is that you have to have a staff that's willing to develop young players because you're going to get guys that are coming in from the draft. They're used to playing at a certain pace. They're used to playing with guys, you know, fellow college guys. It's a complete transition into the NBA. And a lot of rookies have a hard time making the transition. The rookie year tends to be just kind of all over the place. It's very rare that you mm-hmm. get a rookie who's just ready to go from, from the, jump. the jump. They always have something that they need to work on, if not multiple things. So that is also, are you okay with having another developmental year where necessarily you probably will still make the postseason because you have people like Julius Randle and R.J. Barrett, Derrick Rose, um, quickly who are now going to be going to their second, third, fourth, you know, et cetera years. So they'll be able to kind of lead that charge. But you also have to know that you're going to have guys who don't necessarily know what they're doing. And if you're okay with that, cool. Tibbs seems to kind of want everything right now. Yeah, you got to be ready for Tibbs, man. And that's that's the reason why these draft picks may not – they got four draft picks in this draft. And the four of the draft picks are not going to get selected in this draft. I can tell you that right now. (laughs) 
So, and and listen, there's a lot of people up in arms. You guys are trying to trade. Mr. Jazz is trying to trade. No, that's not what it's about. What you got to understand is in team building, all these guys are not going to be here. This is not just going to be, oh, we're building, we're winning, and these guys are just going to build their, you know, win their way into a championship. It doesn't work that way. These team, Tibbs is trying to win. He's trying to mm-hmm. upgrade the team. You heard him in the offseason talk about it. This is why they went after Gordon Hayward, but they didn't get him. They're trying to get the real pieces in here. So, yeah, Mitch could be a sacrificial lamb. It's very realistic. You, we Everybody had Alan can't Hahn. go to the promise land. Everybody can't come. We had Alan Hahn on this show saying that there was rumors that they was ready to trade Mitch to Golden State for Wiseman. Those were real rumors because Worldwide West or somebody on the, on the staff wanted him. So that's very real. Yeah, Obviously. and it's 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 important to just recognize that it's not about favorites. It's not about yeah. who you like. It's you the better fish. You can't that's play it. that game because yeah, if you can't. play that game, you you'll never get rid of anybody. If that's the case, if, if that's the case, Toronto would have never got rid of DeRozan to, to right. get Kawhi Leonard. You know what exactly. I mean? It happens, man. We all like our players. That's we all like these guys, now. but when when you when you're trying to win, sometimes you, you got to gamble, and. It's realistic that if this team goes into the draft with late first-round picks, yeah, a guy like Mitch could be a sacrificial lamb. It's just possible. That's what we're talking about. It's just a possibility. You know what I mean? All right, let's, just, let's like, just like Moses said, everybody can't come to the promised <laughs> everybody land. Everybody can't come to can't the take you all. I can't part the Red Sea with all you know, y'all. I'm definitely. sorry. Some of you guys got to stay back in um, Egypt. I can't take you all. Ash, who you want to shout out in the chat, man? We didn't do any sh- uh, chat shout outs today. Who you want to shout out in the um, chat? Um, Let me shout out my girl Cynthia Wolf holding shout it down Cynthia. as Cynthia, always. Um, let me shout out. Let's see. We got Frank Mato saying Lonzo with a bunch of basketball. So he's on the Lonzo Express with you as well. Shout out to Paul Robinson in the building. Shout out to Brooklyn, Queens, Long Island, Staten Island, Manhattan, the Boogie Down Bronx, New Jersey, Connecticut, the whole tri-state. Shout out to all you guys rocking with us. All 1,700 people in the chat. Hit that yeah. thumbs up, though, because I only see 911 likes. So that's Come on now. not doing your job. And, yeah, let's get let's start another win streak. I'm excited. Let's do it. Let's do it. CK, you want to shout out, man? Yeah, man. Shout out to Big Surge. I see him out there. Uh, Jay's official. You know, out here <laughs> understanding what I'm trying to say. But, yeah, shout out to everybody in Secret Crew. You know what it is. I'm looking at a lot of people coming here hyped up about the win, even though we're talking about all these things. That's what I'm talking about. Mike Prince, I see you. Paul Robinson. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, that's what's most important. One tonight. I love it. So, shout out to yeah. the chat, man. Yep, no doubt. Shout out to everybody in the chat once again. I want to shout out Livingston Vernon checking in from Jamaica. The most Jamaican name is Livingston, people. Yes, sir, <laughs> definitely. So big up Livingston, big up um, Shamboy72, Abel, everybody out in Jamaica watching. Yeah, check the analytics, man. Jamaica is like right behind the Philippines in terms of uh, viewers, man. Like Australia, Jamaica, Philippines, all hovering. Obviously, the U.S. is, is, is a top. But, um, what about Barbados? Barbados is here, too. Tony Starks, a.k.a. Yes, Tony Starks, baby. Absolutely. I was just responding to you, What up, Iron Man? How you like Barbados? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, baby. Salute. Yeah, man. Salute to everybody in the chat once again, for sure. Uh, Cynthia did send a super chat. She said, shout out, Knicks fan TV squad and community. Y'all yeah, bring joy and a nice break from the real world. Respect. Mr. Durante says, CK, oh, no, not you, too. No, Mitch. 
He also says, I think he was talking to Jake from Florida. He says, get out of here with that RJ Mitch trade stuff. Time out for you. He says, yeah, CP, bye. CK2K, this lovely Ashley, lay off the Mitch stuff. <laughs> and no more OB stuff, Miss Moss. That's, that's what he I, I, I've been giving OB I literally started. I, nobody, nobody I literally started today. off the yeah. show giving Obi his props. Yeah, yeah, we started the show Obi, off that way. They hear what they want to hear. Man. We, we big the, yeah, they hear what they want to hear, man. So let, let's oh, go man. to the Discord. King Deej is with us. King Deej, what's going on, bro? Oh, shout out to Westchester too. I'm sorry, y'all. Westchester was good, man. King Deej, you live and direct on the Discord, bro. Are you up? He's on mute now. He's off mute. He's trying to figure out the audio. King Deej, come on, come on, Deej. We waiting on you. You almost there. <laughs> Yo, can y'all hear me? Can y'all hear me? Mic check, mic check. Yeah, what's good, bro? Yeah. Yo, first off, hit that thumbs up button for the squad. Know what I mean, I gotta salute y'all. Yeah. Salute y'all. Big up, big up. <laughs> oh, now we lost him. <laughs> <laughs> King Deej, Hello? yeah, you good Yo. now? You good now? Go ahead, bro. Yeah, this is going. This is going crazy tonight, but. Yeah. Hit the hit the thumbs up. Listen, man, I'm upset. I'm upset. They was they was on a playoff win. Yeah. I said this is playoff week. Yeah. No, they was on a winning streak. So I was like, I'm not gonna call. I think I'm I'm bad. I think I'm bad juju if I call. So they lose to the Suns. I'm like, I'm not gonna call. They win tonight. I'm like, I gotta call. But I just gotta get this off my chest before I say anything about the game. Yeah. This dude, like, I I don't like coming at other people, other Nick fans in the chat. Yeah. But Jay, Debbie down to Jay wanted Isaac Okoro in the draft. I was talking Ovi, he was killing people about Ovi, killing people about Halliburton. Hey, no Halliburton. And RJ, no RJ is the second best player on a team that's the fourth seed in the Eastern Conference right now. And you want to trade, you want to drive him to JFK? Well, I'm from Shaolin, baby. I'll drive you across the Gatos to Newark, and I'll drop you in the river, bro. We're not doing that. We're not trading RJ, Randall, IQ. They are the complete three. Those three, untouchable. Going forward about the game itself, listen, man, Vooch is a problem. He's yeah. always been a problem. Yeah. He's always going to be a problem. But I think they held it down. No Zach Levine, so it's going to be tough for them. They don't. Yeah. They can't generate offense yeah. without that dude. Yeah. yeah. Going forward, because since we're speaking about this future stuff, I got to get this off my chest. And there's no disrespect to Mitch. I like Mitch. But there was a seven-footer here uh, literally five years ago that couldn't stay healthy that everybody loved. And guess what happened? You traded him. And you got, like, you didn't get what you really wanted, but you got the money to get Julius Randle, and look who's blowing up. So the best available, or the best, the best, the best thing is to be available. And yep. Mitch, I mean, he's a second-round pick, bro. He's not available. He's always hurt, and he always gets hurt by, like, little things. And that's not a knock. I'm not knocking Mitch. I yeah. love Mitch. Right. But I could, like, if I could get a wing, like what CK said, like I, I've been on the Lonzo bandwagon, but if we gotta have a, a freaking salary free agency war to get Lonzo, then I'm I'm all in for Josh Giddy. But guess what? You got your man BJ Boston straight out of Kentucky who drops. Same he might be a second round pick. Right. You might get a wing yep. and Josh Giddy and call it a day. You're not getting four people in this draft. So right. I just don't understand why people are so convinced that they gotta stay have everybody. Y'all gotta have Frank. Y'all gotta have Mitch. No, not everybody's here for the ride, bro. If they're going to do anything this summer, it's going to be to move up in the draft. And if they move up in the draft, guess who's going? Knox and Mitch. Those are the first two off the table. Next up is Obi and Frank off the table. 
So let's just let's just be happy about right now. We can talk draft later, but y'all going crazy, man. Talk about I'm yeah. not trading Mitch, but y'all trade RJ. Like what what's going on, man? I don't like it. Awesome. Keep doing y'all thing, man. We got a good just now. This cool. is called the West the West one. Yes, yeah, sir. So now we got to we we started it off with Memphis, right? That's how this that's how this winning streak started, right? So we go we gotta go into Houston, no John Wall, easy dub. Then you you got a back to back against a against Memphis, handle your business. And then once we see the, the Nuggets and the Clippers and and that other and that Phoenix team that's deadly, then we'll try to figure it out. I'm yeah, out, yeah. man. Stop doing this about Audrey. Appreciate I'm done with this. Call. <laughs> Yo, that Ari loving this. Me too. I'm with you, Ari. Good call. I love the call. I don't Good like call. the Obi. I don't like that he threw Obi with Frank. I don't know how I feel about that. But, but I I I agree with the caller. Everybody can't go for the ride. Everybody can't go for the ride, man. Just because the team is winning and it, listen, you gotta make moves, man. It's 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 realistic. It's not to it's yeah. not to dampen what's going yeah. on. Of course, you're proud and everything, but. You can't help but have an eye towards the future. And with the future and, in hand, you know, if, if you don't want to trade RJ, you don't want to trade you, like, what are you trading to realistically give you a chance to win it all? That's what we're talking about here. We're not talking about being the fourth seed every year. And I don't understand thing. how people can go ahead and rally behind the KP trade, which he trade you traded him for what reason, number one? Because he was injury prone. He couldn't stay healthy. Now that you see, now I'm not saying well, they traded him to get two max contracts. They, they, well, they, I mean, they also though, but yeah, you know, one of the reasons was he, you couldn't utilize him. You couldn't, you couldn't play him. Like, let's be honest. Like, the man had no durability. He's like, yep. he's like freaking Mister. What's the guy, Mister Glass, and unbreakable. <laughs> like every time he steps on the court, he breaks something or he he sprains something. You yeah. know what I mean? You're seeing it in Dallas. We tried to tell y'all. We yeah, tried yeah, I, to I, tell I don't you. think he played. Did he play yesterday? He was on the injured list. I think the man rolls his ankle every 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 other game yeah. it's out of control yeah. but the thing is is like we're not saying mitch is injury prone we're just saying that you're starting to see signs of that so do you are you proactive or do you give them the benefit of the doubt and that is what you that's why you pay those guys in the front office the big bucks you roll the dice and wherever they fall Listen. you you deal with the the repercussions of that that's all we're saying we're, it's just a conversation we're worldwide west ain't here for nothing all right but for tonight on 113 to 94 we in it to win it so possessing the fourth place and we're gonna take it all right let's let's see if uh seas is back ready seas are you with us man you live and direct are you good now yeah i'm here can you hear me yeah loud and clear bro how you doing man hey what's going on yeah man i love this show i'm calling from uh charlotte north carolina no doubt man you know uh, i moved up yeah, I moved, I moved to Charlotte when I was young, man. I always stayed a uh, Knicks fan. But uh, I'll get right to the point, man. Yeah. Um, I'm loving what I'm seeing right now. Um, I'm just wondering about, like, what are your thoughts about, like, you know, people like Bullock, um, Burks. Um, do you feel like they should be on the uh, roster next season, or do you think that we should, like, probably, like, go ahead and, like, try to upgrade? Because I feel like those two right there, they're so underrated, and yeah. they, you know, bail us out of a, a lot of situations. We need shooters. So I feel like those two are must-have guys on the roster next season. But uh, I just want to see what, what do y'all think about them. Listen, I, I would if, if you're going to upgrade and, and have those guys on the bench, I would love to have it if you could get them on the cheap. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm all for 
consistency, stability, and, and chemistry. Because somebody, a caller uh, earlier mentioned that chemistry, and that chemistry is very evident, uh, definitely with, with Randall and Bullock, with R.J. Bullock, with R.J. Randall. I think the chemistry is important. And with, with Bullock, you know, being a 3 and D guy, now shooting more volume threes, he's become way more valuable in the starting lineup. Now, if you could bring that to the bench and get that dynamo that you're looking for, CK, at the three, now you're cooking. Now you have a formidable bench. Now you have solid vets coming off the bench to mix it with the young guys. Burks as well. I don't think they'll keep both. But I, I think if, if you're keeping one of them to, to keep them on the bench, yeah, I'd, I'd be all for that. No doubt about it. No yeah. no doubt about it. All right, let's, let's go rapid fire. Let's go Jack from Brooklyn. What's going on, man? Yo, what's up? What's up? What's up? Y'all can hear me? Yeah, loud and clear, bro. How you doing, man? Yo, what's good? What's good, CK? I like, I up? love that background, boy. What's going on? I just got a few points just to hit. Uh, I really want to know why Peyton gets two more minutes than Frank. Because Frank oh, because he's a better point guard than Frank. That's Peyton. easy, bro. He's a better point guard than Frank, bro. <laughs> barely. I don't no, know it's what not barely, bro. Frank has never played point guard all year unless it was injuries, bro. I told y'all that, man. Oh, man. I told y'all from when training camp wow, started that, that Frank was so not going to be there. Bro, but I, at least Frank, Frank, Frank always going to have lockdown defense. Yeah, but he, he can't play the point, defense. bro. Peyton just happens to be there. Peyton just happens to be there. But anyways, I, I love this playoff push what we're about to have real yeah. quick. I just my last point. I love this playoff push we're about to have. But somebody needs to break Tim here. That's where Ashley might come into play. Wait, wait. Somebody needs to do what with Tibbs? Um, braid his hair for the playoffs. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I heard something completely different. Yeah, I heard, yeah, okay, okay, completely and I heard something different. Then I heard that's where Ashley comes in. I said, yeah. "Whoa, whoa, 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 so, whoa, whoa!" <laughs> this, this wasn't on the manscape dad. I didn't. I, I lost him. I didn't know what was going on. He said, "Braid his hair." I don't know. Yeah, I, I heard something different, and yeah. then I heard that's where Ashley comes in. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I heard Tibbs blank. That's where Ashley, Ashley comes, comes in. in. Yeah. That's I, I said, "What are we? What am I signing up for? I yeah. don't want no parts of that." I, I don't know, man. Oh. But no, nah, I mean, look, you know, Frank. Frank is not the point guard, man. Frank is the emergency point guard, and that's that. You know, that I don't want to talk about. He Frank was trying that. to say who was a better point guard. Right. If that Frank was a better point guard than Peyton, <laughs> I don't. No, I'm just the chat. listen. Peyton is what he is. He has his, he has his faults, but no, I'm I'm not. Uh, so to the Frank Hive, you know, no disrespect. He, he, Frank, <laughs> What's Frank, up? We know you're here. Yeah, yes, we know you're here. Hello, hello. I mean, welcome. he perhaps you know? could what? be if you ever got to watch him play. Frank, I just don't there's, know. There's if a reason he hasn't been. Yeah, there's, I don't know if you can make no, that no. assessment based on what you've seen. No, like I don't. Frank Frank is is never going to be the point guard of the Knicks. Right, let's just be real. We'll be lucky if we see him here next year. You know what I'm saying? That's just reality. So, um, but, you know, he's situational. And if he gets in, if he gets his opportunities, he got to make the best of it. So that's how he's being used. He's being used strictly as a defensive specialist. He's situational, completely situational. So let's see. All right, a couple more calls before we wrap. Let's go to um, Darnell from Illinois. Darnell, what's going on, man? You a new caller, bro? This is my second time calling, man. Okay, how you doing, man? Yeah. 
I'm doing pretty good, man. Oh, yeah, I, remember, um, you. I, remember, I, I like to tell you guys, I'm really I'm a Bulls fan, but I'm a converted Knicks fan. Oh, oh wait, cool. wait, 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 wait. You just wait, tried wait, to brush wait, wait. over that. Wait, I don't remember <laughs> this at all. Yeah, slow down, slow down. Wait, huh? so so you so wait so wait. You're a Bulls fan. I, I do remember. But you converted to a Knicks fan. So who are you rooting for right. in this game tonight? Uh, I was I, I was rooting for the Knicks. Oh, okay. All right. Interesting. So you're yeah. not you're no longer yeah. a Bulls fan. I can't say that. I'm still <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say how long removed, I'm bro. with the Knicks. <laughs> I'm with the Knicks now. All right, well, all right, he's we, a Bulls supporter but a Knicks fan. Is right, that what you're right, saying? Right, right, right. Well, Ashley, you know about that. No, he right, I know about he, that. Yeah. Right. But, I, but you know what the difference is? I was offered a job I by the team I support. They paid my salary for a few years. Wait, wait, go ahead, dog. Go ahead, Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. If we could get more more pick and rolls with uh Randall and Rose when they end the game instead of yeah. you know uh, Randall going one on one and then he getting doubled. Yeah. They do mm-hmm. some pick and rolls with uh Rose and Randall. He kick it out to, to Randall. Then then Randall be open for the three or Rose can penetrate and kick it out. Two. What do you guys think about that? I, I absolutely agree, man, and I think it's, it's going to be even more critical in the playoffs to get Julius um, some better looks the way he doesn't have to create for himself all the time. And I think that's where – that's part of, you know, the disappointment with Peyton's play, especially from a facilitation standpoint, was that last year he was much better. And, and you know, last year the chemistry right. with Julius, the tunnel vision with, with him and Julius in the two-man game was way better. But now it just seems Peyton is just – Hey, well, you know, one more thing, too. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, you yeah. know, when we played against uh, Phoenix, you know, that they went small. Yeah. They had, uh, like, three perimeter players in there. And, and ran. Julius couldn't keep up with those uh, guys. That's why they was getting all them open threes. Yeah. I was wondering if we can go small, take uh, Nolan's out and put uh, Randall at, at the yeah. five and bring another perimeter player in to keep up with those uh, – with the guards and the yeah. wings. That that was my matchup to look you know, at, man. Appreciate the call, Darnell. It was that Cam Johnson, those smaller bigs. It was Phoenix. It was oh, Julius okay. Garden, man. That you. that was what I was looking at, and uh, and it hurt us in that fourth quarter. But we haven't seen that much of it this year. Really, very little of it of Julius playing at the five. And so I don't know. Maybe that's not something that Tibbs believes in. You know, I'm not a fan personally, so I, I yeah. I'm not complaining about it. I I'm not a fan of Julius playing the five, right, right, I, right. I, even in the small line. I just mm, not really. Yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm not all aboard yeah. for that one. Depends on the matchup, man. Just just depends on the matchup. But I knew that Phoenix matchup was was gonna get tough. I knew that was gonna get tough for him uh, defensively. So we will just have to see how we match up. You know, when we had Meta World Peace on the show, Ash, he, he said he's going big no matter what. Mhm. I agree. So, you know. And that's that's NBA play. So everybody's got their different philosophies, man. We'll just have to see how it plays out. In the playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. This team is going to the playoffs, man. Unbelievable. Cannot believe it. Cannot believe it. What a time. What a time. What a time, man. I can't can't believe we're really saying that, but I'm happy. The Knicks won. The Yankees won tonight. Yeah, Yanks won. Yanks always beat up on Baltimore, so that's good. And then we got the draft tomorrow, so things are looking up. All right, a couple more calls before we wrap. Let's hear from – all right, the Discord is done with. Appreciate that. Appreciate everybody for calling in. So let me sign out the Discord. For those of you that haven't jumped on the Discord, please do so. It's it's definitely a great conversation, a lot of great conversations going on in there uh, to be had. And and you can also call in. You heard my guy Faisal from Saudi Arabia checking in, calling in. So we definitely want to hear from all of our international fans via the Discord. It's a way for you to do that for free. 
and we appreciate you. Let's go to Hawaii. Be more. What's going on, bro? Hey, what's up, man? It's been a long time. Sorry, yeah. bro. It's, yeah, man. Uh, uh, be more. You gotta check check your in. check your phone because you sound you coming in kind of low. Go ahead again. What's up? Can you hear me? Yeah, better. That's better now. That's better now. Okay, bet. I just want to say sorry, man. I couldn't. It's been a long time. I've been. Uh, I'm almost full time. I'm almost working full time, full time student. And I was gonna say the timing difference in Hawaii is an excuse, but I guess not since all these people from Jamaica and Saudi Arabia. Yeah, you got, you got no excuse, man. You got no excuse, people. You got to tap in, bro. School, can, school can wait, man. We're going to the playoffs, man. Come on, man. I know, I know. Last time I called, we were losing. Oh, we weren't losing, but anyway, since the last time, what a turnaround! And um, I want to say. Reggie Bullock has become kind of like a Danny Green type of player for us, and I love it. And um, how about Obi, man? His confidence, you can see him. He's just playing now. You know, before, he was so tentative out there. You know, he looked like he had to use the bathroom every single time he got the ball or anything. And then um, on top of that, I just want to get your guys' opinion about Alfred. You know, I know what Sid says about his defense, and I do think he's a great on-ball defender. Because off-ball defense can be bad. But, um, hey, offensively, skill-wise, I think it's safe to say he's probably the least skilled offensive starting point guard in the league. And I think this team is going to get a lot better once we find a more serviceable guy. So shout-out to uh, CK, man, because I 100% agree. If it's for the right price, Lonzo is perfect. And uh, uh, last thing is just, uh, you know, R.J. Barrett, man. You know, I called before a long time ago saying he's got so much to work on. He yeah. just has so much. But if he keeps improving at this rate, man, sky really is the limit. And, you know, you compare him to Jaw, I mean, I'm not saying he's Jaw yet, but, I mean, that's a conversation that you could have, especially in a couple of years. I think he's going to be the second best player from this draft. I really do. That's pretty much it, guys. Thank you. Thanks, man. Take take care, man. Go ahead and get your school on, bro. But make sure you tap in with us, man. Make sure you call in and uh, you got to take a break from the study, man. We here, bro. Appreciate all right, it. All right, all right. Be more from Hawaii. Aloha. Aloha. Yeah, Aloha. Aloha and all that, you know? Yeah, man. Good, Great show. Great show indeed. 113 and 94. Headed out west. Headed out comes. west. All right, so let's... Let's check in on the schedule here. Yeah, would have would have been nice to uh, things wasn't so crazy outside. Would have been nice to check one of these games, man. H Town would have been live. Um, let's Ugh. check the schedule. I might go to that one. That yeah, be a good one, man. H Town be a good look. H Town is wide open. We know that. Um, I <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna be at so the Clippers is, one. So so yeah. is Miami. So yeah, that's a fact. Not like right, that's right, 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 right. Not like I'm starving to be outside. Yeah, that's that, that already. Man. Oh wait a minute, we were just about to close the show, but we can't close the show without the closer. Yay! Now we're, here, we're running up here. on time. We're running up on time, but we gotta get Jay Boogie in here. Mr. J. Boogie, we get we gotta get a quick one in here because we gotta get the replays going in under we gotta get in on the two on, on the two hours. So let's get him in here. The closer, aka the mayor of New York. I mean Jay Boogie took over on the streets of New York 
on Monday <laughs> night. It was Jay Boogie City <laughs> Monday night, man. Jay Boogie, what's good, bro? Oh, oh, man. I just had a bad dream. Oh, man. They still snoring on us. They sleeping on us. They don't believe. <laughs> we about to get ready to go on this road trip right now. But every time something something going, somebody's always talking about schedule, schedule, schedule. We can't do this. We can't do this. We can't beat this team. We can't beat this team. We can't beat that team. Every time you turn around, it wasn't 10 in a row. Forget 10 in a row. We still got 10 out, 10 out of 11. That's 10 and 1. How about that? How about the 10 inside the 35? How about this? we going into the playoffs? How about all that? How about celebrating something? How about and, and, turning and, and, up for your team? Boogie, How about putting a pat on the back? How about being appreciative of what, you, what we're doing right here? How about representing that orange and blue to the fullest? Big up, big up, big up, big up. Hit them like buttons. And when you hit them like buttons, I ain't talking about hitting that yellow thumbs up. Hit that like button up for real, man. Appreciate the team, man. Salute, 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 salute. Great night the other night. I had a chance the first time really to sit down and talk to my man, the GM. Yeah, the general manager. CP, you looking at him. Yeah. At the same time, salute to my brother right there. Salute to my man, CK2K. And salute to the young Kim Fields. That's right. That's the squad. Salute to the Super Dave. Yeah, that's the squad. And you know who I am? The closer. Yeah, that's that's right. Salute, salute, salute. Big up, big up, big ups, man. We get ready to get this three-day rest. Fall down for a minute. Catch a break. Get some wind. You know what I'm saying? Get some healing. You know what I'm saying? Marvin Gaye. They get some rest and healing. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Chuck D, your godfather, the, the James Brown of the rap. Had a chance to sit down and build with that brother. Oh, my God. Oh, my Lord. What a wonderful night. Good yeah, night. we still won that night. A lot of people were thinking like it was an L. No, we don't take L's. We take lessons, and we take them, and we flip them over. You know what I'm saying? That's what is about to happen. We can flip this Phoenix game. Y'all remember the same situation happened in Dallas. So what? I see you again on the West Coast. Yeah, Booker, you had a good time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, CP, you had a good four minutes out of 48. But that's okay. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? With Julius having a bad game, RJ having a bad game, and Burks wasn't in, you know what I'm saying? And y'all just barely won that game. That's okay. I got some for you on this on this trip. We got nine games left. And with nine games left, we are not talking about lottery. We are talking about the top eight, hey, man. Top I told y'all before, but y'all didn't want to say the P word. The top eight. We are in business, man. We are solidified. We always we we are we are completely an organization to be proud of, man. Shout out to James Dolan and shout out all the way down to Leon Pinson. Everything else in the middle has been doing what they gotta do. I told you this is a house that's been built. You got to have the mortar, then you got to have the semi blocks, then you have to have the bricks. And that brings together a house, man. And when I say a house, I'm talking about Good time. John Ames, Ford Evans. I ain't talking about the Cosby show because they was born to already have it. I'm talking about the good times when you have to struggle to make make it through the day and come out peaceful at the end of the day and lay down and be happy. That's what I'm talking about. I ain't talking about waking up and everything is already spoon-fed. I don't need a spoon-fed. That thing is out there. So don't use spoons. You're supposed to use, you're supposed to use plastic containers right now. You know what I'm saying? When you drink out that cup, don't drink out that cup in the in the store, you use a straw. You know what I'm saying? That's what's what's going on right here, man. I got a I got a special love 
for all the ones that's out there suffering right here, right now, throughout this day and time, you know what I'm saying? I want you to know that Knicks Fan TV, we can, we love, and we appreciate all y'all, all y'all support, all y'all watching, all y'all following, all y'all tuning in, and late at night, staying up extra night, knowing you got to go to work in the morning. We appreciate it, man. We're doing it for you. We're doing it for the orange and blue, man. We love y'all. Keep doing what you're doing. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Protect yourself. Love your loved ones. Fathers, keep fathering your kids. Mothers, keep mothering your kids. Fathers and mothers, keep staying married. Keep taking that home, man. Appreciate it, man. A lot of things happened the other night, and I was appreciated, man, knowing that my voice could carry over and inspirate somebody else, you know what I'm saying, in life. That made me feel great, man, for me to come home from prison and be out here and doing the right thing in life and being able to feel inspiring and being, being, a, being an inspiration to somebody's life that I don't even know. And then the BGA to go to a basketball game, I ain't even really enjoyed the game. I had so many people coming at me. I was more focused on trying to show the other people love, appreciate it. I was happy. And I give all that grace and that thanks, you know what I'm saying, to CP for making me this man who I am today. I don't even know this person. So I'm letting y'all know right now, all y'all that have been just trying to so, uh, so, so snatch me up, get me to go here, go there. I ain't going nowhere. I'm loyal. That's what a Knicks fan is about. You got to be loyal, you know what I'm saying? That's one thing you learn about being a Knicks. I'm loyal. I'm staying right here. Knicks fan TV, this is my family. I love y'all. Everybody, have a great morning. Wake up tomorrow. Go get your money. If you ain't going to work, stay at home. Don't go outside. That thing is out there. It's not racist. It don't care who you are, what color you are. What city you from? What state you from, man? Peace. Y'all have a great morning. I love y'all. See y'all the, on the West Coast trip because we Let's out go. from the East. Let's go. Jay Boogie, throw a five in the wow. chat. Throw a ten and in the listen, chat. Listen, if that's not a sermon, that, that the church said amen. Let's go. Okay? I, amen. I need Jay Boogie to come out with his own line. Yeah. Of like wake up alarm sounds. Facts. Like I need him. You know how they have the fitness, the fitness thing, the mirror that you can train with your trainer. I need him to make a line of bathroom mirrors that when I wake up and brush my teeth every morning, he's giving me a pep talk. Like you yeah. can go do this. You go out there and be great today. Hundred percent. Shake the world. You know what I'm saying? Hundred percent. And uh, yo, like I said, man, we appreciate you, Jay Boogie, man. Definitely appreciate you. Monday was epic. If we would have gotten a W, it would have been it would have been pandemonium on the streets of NYC, man. We would have taken over the whole city, but it it, it was meant to be that way, man. And and uh, Knicks fan TV after dark was special special moment with Jay Boogie. If you guys didn't see that, that I threw cool. that up on the channel as well. Yeah. My man Love from it. Orlando, you know, we just connecting people. That's just what it's all about. It's bigger than the team. It's bigger than the wins and losses. It's, it's a community of fans, and we really just connecting. And uh, that's what I love to do. I've always been connecting people even before this. So just using this platform to do it globally is even more special. And Jay Boogie called it. He called in. I was trying to get his attention, TK. I was trying to let him know he said top eight. But I could only imagine that. He was literally screaming in the phone, not even listening. But it's all good. Um, He said he called it months ago. He said, are we in the top eight? We're going to finish in the top eight. And I probably laughed it off like, you know. Probably right. not. <laughs> and now we the top eight, man. So, hey, man, speak it into existence. That's the lesson right there. Speak it into existence, man. The secret. Yeah, absolutely. So definitely appreciate Jay Boogie. Appreciate everybody for tuning in tonight. Sunday, I'm trying to find my, uh, where my outro music at? I'm trying to find my outro. 
Sunday is H Town, baby. Sunday is H Town. No, no, capital of America. Yeah, no John, no John Wall. Next to Tampa, Miami, and Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm about to say Atlanta in there too. Yeah, no John Wall, but that's that's the game we need. Memphis, like I said, they're gonna be hungry. We gotta get on them. And uh, yeah, man, great great job by this team. I can't find my outro, so I'm gonna just go with uh. Just beatbox. Yeah, I might as well. <laughs> I might as well. <laughs> nah, I found it. All right, CK, guys, side out, bro. Yeah, man, I'm going to keep it short because, like you said, we got running on time, but you know what it is. We won our game tonight, and that's all I care about. Let's keep it going. The six-game uh, stretch we got, I'm excited about it, but you know what it is. Find me everywhere at CK2K. That's here, Twitter, Instagram, wherever the case may be. Follow your boy, and let's, let's get another one. Let's keep yes, it going. Sir. Nine games left. Ashley? As usual, you guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Ash Nicole Moss. I appreciate all the messages you guys send me after Sports Illustrated, SNY. You know I try to always hold it down and represent Knicks Nation on everything that I do, whether it's national, whether it's regional. So I appreciate you guys rocking with me. And I'm always going to give Robin the smoke when it comes to the Knicks, all right? Because he doesn't believe. But I'm going to make him believe. Don't worry. And we'll be back on Sunday to see you guys after that H-Town win. I'm calling it. I'm calling my shot, Beirut style. We're getting that done. Let's go, let's go. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up on the feed squad. 113 and 94. Knicks get it before they get out west. Solo possession of fourth place. Definitely proud of the effort. Five and one in a homestand. So uh, definitely great effort by the team. Remember, the show's available in audio podcast format. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the main ones on the Knicks Fan TV. So no excuse to miss it. Catch up. You know, this week we got a couple days off. Make sure you catch up on some of the content, man. My interview with Dr. Dick Barnett, fantastic. Uh, Knicks Fan TV after dark, all the live streams. The Jay Boogie finally making his debut. Make sure you guys check that. There's a playlist, Knicks, Knicks and Phoenix playlist, that has all uh, um, all the content there, including the last post-game live with C.K. Ashley and Alex as well. C.P. versus Max Kelman on ESPN. I got the latest one up there. There's a playlist out there for you as well, so make sure you guys are checking that out. And, uh, yeah, man, definitely want to shout out some more Super Chats that came in. Um, let me catch up. Sam says, realistically speaking, what star can we get? What would the package consist of? We need a point guard and a skill perimeter wing. I don't know. I'm, I'm still thinking that a bill trade could be could be had maybe next year or the year after that. That's what I'm thinking right now. But you never know who, who shakes loose or who becomes available. I would definitely do need to upgrade at the point guard and the wing, no doubt. Um... I got Kenny Bales flow hypnotic appreciated Boston Knicks as we all have to acknowledge the most important part of the entire game Theo Pinson sighting we hear hashtag all 72 Chuck D says playoffs are another radi- uh, radiation Taj Rose Tibbs were a decade younger hit hard by it like Isaiah said it's not a matter of skills it's a battle of wills chemistry and system believe will cover up flaws Jeffrey Vasquez says send Papa left track to the moon that track is tough Salute to the squad. Yeah, now I gotta hear that after this. Salute to Papa Left, fan, for putting in that effort. Definitely appreciate it. Iconic TV says shout out to the homie Nerland's Block Passe. That's an ill nickname, Ash. Block Passe, Noel. That's actually pretty dope. That's I hard. Like That's show. hard. My guy can't come and catch a cold, but he could send him back. <laughs> Salute Iconic TV. That was ill. Tony he's B. Carrier of the virus. Tony <laughs> B says OJ Simpson. All right, so he's referring to one of the Simps. Maybe it was Angel. 
Blood of the Bandits is Obi's coming. No, he isn't trade bait. He will be Julius's replacement after his prime. Remember who told y'all he was coming first? Obi Avengers. Hashtag Obi Avengers. Tricks the Barber says, client of mine has been working with the Garden. Interviews and footage of the showdowns at the Garden coming soon. Kobe, I know, is one of them. Original plan is to bring energy to New York before the win streak. Huge for free agency. All right, so it sounds like they're cooking. Eric Booker says, would not be shocked if the Knicks go 5-1 and one on this upcoming trip. And Nick Wright is a bum. Yeah, he's definitely a bum. He has no idea what he's talking about. The Knicks, I uh, heard him some Randall slander, but he's, he's not even worth the time. Carlos Pena says, year what's the percentage of Quickly's points are in the fourth quarter? Seems like he's always going in the final quarter. Four in the East piece. Quickly had 11 of his uh, 13, I believe. 11 points in six minutes. Paul Robinson's first, first person to ever claim James Dolan as his man's. <laughs> He's talking about tape from Florida. Cynthia, appreciate it. Mr. Durant here read that. J.J. Blake, what are the chances we can get Mike Conley Jr. in the summer? Do you think he'd be a good fit? Well, I don't know, man. That all depends on uh, on if they want to get him. I, I'd like to go younger and look for more future pieces, but he's playing well for Utah right now. Some on his name, the Oscar winning. Oh, yeah, Oscar winning. Oscar winning, man, definitely. I got I to gotta see that movie. John Mark says, we need a wing, a center, point guard. Lonzo's my anointed PG. Uh, Magnus Magnuson says, biggest problem getting ball is what are we going to do with Peyton? Well, he's only on a one-year deal, so he's gone. Well, appreciate you, Magnus. He's out there in Iceland. Sends us an Iceland super chat. Mr. Durante hey, says, you, man. usually the lovely Miss Moss is on OB. Not today, though. My mistake. David Claudio, not everyone can come for the ride, but with Embiid and Gobert and AD, every team absolutely needs a center. Just saying, Mitch is that dude. Hashtag Big 15. Citrine Vibes, NYK. Citrine Vibes also says for closer. And uh, he also says, this ain't lottery. We in business. And that's the show, people. See you guys Sunday night. Knicks versus Rockets post game. Be safe out there. Jay Boogie, appreciate you.